Cheers, y'all. Well, 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 well. Welcome, thank ladies you. and gentlemen. Oh, thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fine radio program, podcast, and video extravaganza known internationally as the world Hi, famous Smoking and Toasting. Welcome to show number 231. Wow. We're halfway to 300. We are. We're getting there. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Uh, we are all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. And we are brought to you by MyCigarShirts.com. Great shirts for cigar lovers on the web. You can find them at, oh, I don't know, MyCigarShirts.com. It's pretty easy to find, and they're a great supporter of the show, so please uh, support them as well. You'll like what you find there in the shirt start. They get those great, soft-feeling shirts. Oh, yeah, they really do. I, awesome. I got to buy and then, and then, you know, you get the print on it, and yeah. it doesn't feel all sticky and weird on the inside, right. like, you know, like cheap Oh, yeah, thing. like cheap, cheap T-shirts, yeah. So I bought the... Um, the hoodie, the zip-up yeah, yeah. hoodie that said MyCigarShirts.com because cigars. And I've worn it basically all winter. But now I'm actually kind of sad because it's getting a little too warm <laughs> now to just, wear Now it. you got to tear the sleeves off, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, right. Do the Bill Belichick thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show. Next Wednesday is Cinco de Mayo. And so we could have waited to do a Cinco de Mayo-themed show. Cinco de Mayo is Spanish for Cinco of Mayo. Of Mayo, yes, yes. that's right. And so we are. Uh, we could have waited until next week to do the Cinco de Mayo show, but then it would have been the day after. And that just, it feels like you want to you want to be ahead of the game. You want to build it up. Plus, we're going to be talking tequila, and if any of this sounds good, it might be something you want to go and get for Cinco de Mayo. So, with that in mind... We have invited a couple of very special guests today. First of all, I'm proud and thrilled to announce the return of the smoking and toasting tequila expert, who doesn't like us to call her an expert, but we do anyway. Uh, please welcome back Liliana Rodriguez. Hi, guys. Liliana, very nice to be here. You have picked up, since you were on the show the first time, and you've been on the comments in some of the shows, you picked up fans out there. There's people who are loving your action here on the show. Yeah, we get the, and, and when's friends. Liliana coming back all the time? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, we get that all the time. And not mm -hmm. just from Bruce. So, <laughs> so Bruce hi, Bruce. Is, uh, Bruce is definitely a fan. Didn't you tell me that he uh, found you on Facebook? And yeah, uh, yeah, we're friends now. Okay, awesome. yeah, he's such a fun guy. <laughs> well, Liliana not only knows a great deal about tequila, but she also knows a great deal about a whole bunch of other things like cactus and and Cinco de Mayo and and well, she could, I, I could just let her go for the whole show and she could like inform us and maybe that's what we should do. But today we also have to make time. It would make us sound more intelligent. It, well, that's. <laughs> exactly what it did the first time she was here. But but today we have to make time for an Añejo Tequila blind taste test. And that's what we're going to be doing. I'll explain how that goes in a few minutes. But I want to welcome our other special guest. And I was, uh, I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, uh, I'm so excited for Liliana coming back on. And then I thought, you know, we should have my best tequila buddy on the show too. <laughs> and that is my, da uh, my daughter-in-law, Brianna. Hi Welcome, guys. Brianna, to the show. Thank you. So, yeah, so it's true. Oh, we're getting a public safety alert. Uh, wow. Uh, they want me to get a vaccination, but I already have two. I'm already <laughs> on it, yes. Yeah, I already have two. You're ahead so, of the game. Bri when Brianna, uh, and Brianna, by the way, is Adam, our producer's wife. So uh, she's been up here on the show before, but we've never sat her in front of a microphone. Now she's and, usually over there yeah. uh, tasting the drinks, right. but not and commenting. I thought, <laughs> and I thought, you know, she's going to want to come up and taste the tequilas today. And if she's going to taste the tequilas, we need to let her uh, chime in on what she thinks about them. Because when Brianna and Adam come over, 
the very first thing that happens after the you know introductory round of hugs is Brianna and I start drinking tequila together. That's <laughs> this just, is it's, very it's true. Just what happens. Well, right? I, I I'm like not making this up. I like the premise of today's show, keeping in uh, in line with what tequila <clears throat> is and does. Is right. you never have just one tequila. That's right. So. You know. As Sammy Hagar says, Mas tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and and that means uh Mas tequila. Mas tequila. Yeah, yes. Right, exactly. So we're gonna taste sixteen different tequilas today. Sixteen. Yes. So I'm gonna ask each of you to keep your sips small, just because I don't want you to by the last segment I don't want you to be unable to tell the difference <laughs> between the uh, between the tequilas, exactly. <laughs> so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a very interesting show. And you know, it should be enough that we're tasting 16 tequilas blind. But no, I've also brought beers. Of course. <laughs> so we'll be tasting a couple of interesting things uh, from Somerset, Wisconsin, and Oliphant Brewing. We'll be tasting their Honey's Honey's. It's a peanut butter and honey golden ale. Honey's Honey's? Honey's Honey's. Nice. That sounds delicious. Uh, from Lil Beaver Brewery in Bloomington, Illinois, we'll be tasting their Wainbows. Um, hazy pale ale, Wainbows. Wainbows. Yeah, I've never heard of. I haven't either until today. And then from right here in our hometown of Houston, St. Arnold Brewing's Commitment Imperial Stout, mm. which uh, should be very interesting. Am I supposed to act like I've never, you know, tried that? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> okay. yeah, just, just pretend. <laughs> I'll pretend. <laughs> just pretend. But I haven't tried the hazy pale ale. I, honestly, I, I thought about it, but I decided I would wait. I have tried a few of these tequilas before, so we'll have to see. As in, pretty much most. Of them. Most of them. Yeah. Are these from your collection? Uh, yes, they are. Except Liliana also brought a surprise tequila, too, and I have no Ooh. idea which one that is. So we'll, uh, uh, she kept it wrapped up, in fact, even when she handed it over. So, uh, is it, uh, yeah, is it, so. and I just have a very short announcement, but I think it's important. Yes. Brianna and myself both have designated drivers. Okay. So that <laughs> it's good to know. everybody That is knows very that. important and good to know. And I have Uber. So uh, we're, <laughs> we're good to go. We're good to go. So I'm really looking forward to the show. Uh, of course, I love tequila. If I had to say, and everybody lines up a little differently on this, but when it comes to spirits, uh, tequila is my number one. I, I, I love it. I love rum. I love whiskey. But if I... If I if all other things are equal, I choose the tequila. So I'm I'm, I'm on excited. your team there. Yeah, see, it's, <laughs> this is why Brianna and I. Well, it's one of the many reasons, but Brianna and I get along pretty darn well. So <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good uh, pretty good thing we got going on. So I just want to point out, I think she's a little difficult to not get along. Yeah, she kind of she kind oh, of has that gosh. about her. So, 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 oh, we're gushing now. So, Liliana, before we get uh, uh, started on the tasting, and before I talk to Ian about uh, his cigar for the week, uh, I I thought maybe you would be the right person to ask because most people, when they say Cinco de Mayo, when you say Cinco de Mayo, they go margaritas, and 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 that's a good thing. Uh, uh, but but Cinco de Mayo is. Well, it's a little more involved than just being Mexican Independence Day. In fact, it's not really even actually Mexican Independence Day, is it? No. So you're a great person to tell us what Cinco de Mayo is actually all about. Okay. Well, everything started around 1860. This is one long time show. ago. Mexican Independence happened in 1810. So we're right. talking so it about was already... 50 years later. Mm -hmm. Mexico was in a lot of trouble financially. Mm -hmm. And the United States was in the middle of a civil war. So Mexico owed a lot of money to three countries, Spain, the United Kingdom, 
and France. For me, it's MasterCard, and, Visa, and Discovery. And, but, uh, <laughs> and President Juarez said, we are very sorry. We're going to have to stop payments to for the money we owe you for two years so we can recuperate. Okay. And that was... Uh, that didn't go over uh, too no, well, did it? <laughs> no. So by the, by the next year... It doesn't work with Visa either, by the way, just so <laughs> you know. Yeah. But so. the next year... The three countries had already sent their um, their chips and their you know troops mm -hmm. to the state of Veracruz, which is in the Gulf of Mexico. Right. And then um, the United Kingdom and England were able to establish some agreement with Mexico, and they mm -hmm. they left. Okay. But so it only left the French, didn't French, it? French, yeah. which was then ruled by um, um, Napoleon the Third. So this is before and, they got into that surrender thing. Yeah, that came Na later. Yeah. <laughs> Napoleon III was actually the nephew of Bonaparte. Okay. Anyway, so they advanced, 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 and then they got into Puebla. And this is in 1862. On May the 5th, they reached Puebla, and they had about they were about 4,000 men. And the French army was very powerful. They had already conquered Southeast Asia mm -hmm. and parts of Northern Africa, so mm -hmm. they were very powerful. And Napoleon actually wanted to establish a French government in Mexico. In Mexico. Because he wanted to help the Confeder Confederacy. Interestingly. Oh, interestingly, yeah. Can you imagine, you know what did he wanted in exchange for guns and all that? What? Tequila. No. <laughs> it was a good guess. <laughs> Plot twist. Cotton. Cotton, cotton. Okay. from the south. Okay. Because it was a rare commodity in Europe at the time. Okay. So that's where Makes he went. Yeah. Anyway, so they arrive into the forts of Loreto and Guadalupe with 4,000 men. Mexico, the under President Juarez, had only recruited 2,000 men. They were mainly indigenous men and some of mixed, um, uh, you know, Ancestry, ethnicities. Yeah. So not a well-trained uh, fighting force at all. Uh -huh. right? And guess what? They won. <laughs> they won the wow. battle. Wow. So, but it was very significant on, on that Cinco de Mayo, 1862, because of the contrast between a very powerful nation and a nation that was still growing and didn't have the means that right, the Europeans really, uh -huh. had. So it, it, it is a big thing. It was a big thing. But a lot of people don't know what happened afterwards. And that you know, was? That was the, the next year, Napoleon sends 30,000 men. Not good. And at that time, actually, they won yeah, the war. Yeah, I was going to say, that didn't go so well for Mexico, did yeah. it? Yeah. Wow. And Mexico wow. was ruled by them for four years. Well, like... Like so many other holidays that started out having, you know, very serious significance. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day comes to mind, for example. As time goes by and those memories fade, it really becomes just more about drinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you think about it, you know. Yep. And, you know, the U.S. has many more celebrations than in Mexico. In Mexico, it's not even a national holiday, right? Cinco de right. Mayo. <laughs> Everything oh. is open. Banks are open. Yeah, the but kids here, don't go to school, but. But here we're like, margaritas. Woo! Well, actually, let me let me tell you this, because you guys like beer. This is a, a very important trivia. Is Cinco de Mayo and the Super Bowl mm -hmm. are, you know, the top 
days the in the U.S. went about for beer, beer for sales. Beer. Wow. Yes. wow, that doesn't surprise me. In the U.S. That doesn't surprise me. I know that when I was, uh, you know, back in the days when I was a nightclub DJ, the big, big days were uh, Cinco de Mayo, Halloween. Mm-hmm. Halloween's always a big And party. the uh, night after Thanksgiving. Actually, Thanksgiving night, the actual Thursday, and the day after Thanksgiving, because on th- on the actual Thursday, people were like, "I have been stuck in here with my parents and my grandparents <laughs> all day. I am going out." I and those were always, drink. yeah, those those were always big nights. So, uh, well, you know, that's really fascinating stuff. And and like like so many things, it's become about mm-hmm. you know getting together and celebrating Mexican culture and Mexican food and Mexican drinks. And so we will be drinking the most Mexican of spirits, and, tequila. Uh, the United States, four years after the French invasion, actually, the United States supported Mexico to get them out. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Well, because we knew that was where the tequila came from. It's like, <laughs> what do you got, France? Some wine? Yeah, we got plenty of wine. We got California. We'll uh, we'll we'll go with the tequila. That ma- that makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you for that. It's fascinating stuff, and we'll get into more of that as the show goes. We we begin to uh, enjoy some tequila, but uh, I really want to make sure we don't forget our cigar friends. And Ian, what can you tell me about something interesting you smoked uh, this weekend? By the way, Adam's already told me he thinks I will like what you you cigar choice for today well you will because it was made by none other than aj fernandez yeah i've heard of that guy is he any good yeah he seems to be uh he seems to come across your uh tongue quite a bit yeah so uh i'm I'm a fanboy. (laughs) a few weeks back i was hanging out with my buddy joel and uh he gave me a cigar as aj fernandez uh granave and um and i hadn't had a chance to uh smoke it and so I figured this morning I would sit outside on my patio and have it. This was a Churchill 7x50. This is the uh, La Granave uh, Connecticut okay. Churchill. This is a Ecuadorian Connecticut uh, wrapper and then binder and filler, as far as I could tell, or Nicaragua. Um, the uh, appearance on this, classy white and gold band, secondary A.J. Fernandez band, smooth with some veins, mm. light brown in color overall, almost tan. Uh, firm overall with some softer spots. A slight split on the wrapper due to some handling mishaps. <laughs> that happens. So you'll see, you'll see in the pictures, you'll see that split going on. And it was right up uh, just past the uh, head of the cigar. Uh, so I was a little afraid that it was going to interrupt the, uh, the the performance of yeah. the cigar. Uh, I went ahead and uh, let's see. I did a pre-light sniff on this. This was. Um, Pleasant tobacco, tea leaf, fermented hay, baking spices, and a little touch of licorice, like black licorice. You get that sometimes on the Connecticut wrapper uh, cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things that pops up. But I don't do a whole lot of Connecticut wrapper cigars because I just love Maduro and and other. Um, So uh, the uh, pre-light draw on this, I used a clip. It was a medium draw. I had a little sweetness going uh, throughout it, some toast. Uh, tea leaf, licorice again, slight mint uh, on there as well. Mint is one of those funny flavors that shows up once in a while. Right, you don't really expect it in a cigar, you don't but, expect it does it, but it does every now and then. Yeah. Some uh-huh. cigars. The first third of this, toast, campfire, pepper, baking spices. Oh, I skipped over my initial light, didn't I? Mm-hmm. The, sorry, I'm trying to go a little fast because we got a lot of we got a lot of, we got a lot of tequila. To the initial drink. light of this burst of fresh <laughs> cut grass and wood, campfire and coffee with a touch of mint. Uh, mm-hmm. Right there in it as well. The uh, first third of this toast, campfire, pepper, baking spices, cedar, and hints of mint and licorice uh, over a spiced coffee kind of foundation. It was really nice. Uh, 
spice like almost like a chicory coffee just just a mm-hmm. little that really that. rich yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the retro hail was a uh, very charred toast and powdered sugar. It was very nice. Uh, flaky ash, perfect burn for the first third of this. Uh, the second third of this, the split in a wrapper doesn't seem to have any effect on the performance of the cigar. Distinctive Good. nuttiness develops and brings nutmeg and more mintiness into it. Creamy sweetness and graham cracker crust kind of interplay with wood and vanilla. Solid medium strength with delicate and complex flavors, which I thought was uh, pretty interesting. Uh, flaky ash, a bit of an uneven burn through the second third of this. I never tended it, but it, it kind of yeah. wandered a little bit and did its thing. The last third of this, picking up some leather and oaky notes. Uh, burn evened out on its own. The pepper ramped up to the front of the palate a little bit. The split in a wrapper never interfered with the uh, smoking of the cigar. It had a couple little splits down the length of it, and it just burned right through like nothing. So I was pretty impressed by that. That says something for construction on that cigar. Yep. yep. <clears throat> uh, flaky ash, good burn. Price on this cigar, I believe, is around the ten dollar uh, ten dollar mm-hmm. point on this. <clears throat> I gave it a six, and I gave it a six because I think you're not only getting what you paid for, but the construction on this for it to be as abused as it was and still smoke perfectly. Yeah, I think you get you got to get an. Extra it's almost point like that, that guy knows great. what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. man, it was a great cigar. AJ Fernandez, dude. Uh, you know, it's funny. You and I met him, Ian. We were at a uh, cigar event at Stogie several years ago, and it was really before I got so into yes. being such a fan of his products. And and so I wasn't, I didn't embarrass myself today. That's right. Today I think you'd probably be a little bit. Oh, I, I, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> it'd, it'd, be, it'd be a very embarrassing. This man is like, I, I, I keep going back to his stuff and going. Why hasn't everybody else figured this out? <laughs> uh, he's just really good. I did not have an AJ uh, today, though. I had uh, one of the oldest names in cigars, La Aurora. Uh, La Aurora is uh, a cigar company that is steeped in longtime traditions. They were founded in 1903. That's the one so with the big lion on it, yep, right? So yep, they've had a lot that. of time to, uh, to develop traditions. And I smoked the La Aurora Maduro. It's a uh, the La Aurora Maduro 1985 USA, to be specific. Now, one of their traditions is the time capsule line of cigars. Mm-hmm. They have certain ones that they give a date to, and those specific blends are designed to reflect the specific time periods and the years that they released specific blends of tobacco uh-huh. uh, in their line. So 1985 is one of these. It's a dark leaf cigar. beautiful. Brazilian Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and fillers all rolled in the Dominican Republic. Uh, pre-light sniff on this and the draw offered up some gentle aromas of oak along with hay and a little hint of raisin, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if I've ever gotten raisin on the pre-light before, but I did on this one. I used a punch and lit the cigar. It gave me a pleasant little concentrated pepper blast right out of the gate. It was, I'm digging that 50s mod looking oh, ashtray, it, it, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, this is my favorite ashtray. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite. It was one of my favorites. Um, the uh, pre-light sniff was great. The cigar, once I lit it, was very easy to smoke. I mean, it was just like effortless draw. Uh, it actually even smoked a little faster than I would have guessed, but not so fast that it was too hot, so it was okay. Initial dominant flavors were dark chocolate, uh, a definite oakiness along with some black pepper on the finish. The burn was, you know, somewhere between straight and crooked, but there was no canoeing or runners, so I didn't have any complaints. The ash held on for the full first third of the cigar, which you can see in that picture there, uh, but I finally flicked it off because I just As I just Sarah had the Dave would say long ashes, my friend. I I just I just had the feeling it was it was 
eyeing my shirt. You know? <laughs> so, so I finally just flicked it off. Uh, I, I figured this is long enough. Uh, but strike. By the second third, I was getting a little bit of sweetness, uh, some hints of nuts making their way into the flavor profile. The strength had built a little bit by this point. Um, you know, uh, medium bodied is where I'd put this one. Um, it picked up some grassiness uh, in the mix around the midpoint, and uh, oak and chocolate remained the dominant flavors throughout. But I do have to say that, that uh, the 1985 had uh, a little more collection of flavors in the mix than I was expecting. I got a slight pepper tang on the tongue, and in the retrohale that was nice. The last third didn't change too much from the midpoint, but I did pick up just a little bit of a kind of a creamy oak flavor that combined with the chocolate real nicely. Uh, it was very pleasant. Strength stayed at about a medium. Uh, I enjoyed the 1985. It was a $6 cigar. And I'm starting to wonder if we're getting to the place where with cigar prices that we consider $6 to be an inexpensive budget cigar. I think so. I think $6 used to start premium. Right. And I'm not sure it does but anymore. But prices on everything. Have you priced lumber lately? Oh, it's no. But, but everything's Everything's, everything's outrageous. Yeah. Uh, so if we're looking at this as a budget smoke, it was pretty damn good. Um, I think uh, Nica Libres, which you can buy for slightly less, might be a little better. But in general, you're not going to find much in your local cigar shop in the humidor for under 6 bucks. that's going to be better than what this was. I wouldn't call this an outstanding cigar, but it was pretty good. And uh, at $6, I'm going to recommend it and give it a 6 on the price to quality. Nice. So two uh, solid 6s yeah. today. Yeah, I will so. say uh, anything by either company uh, yeah, it, today it's, it's is tough to go wrong bet. with AJ yeah. or Aurora. You're absolutely right. And Aurora's easy to overlook because they've been around so long and they, you know, uh, they aren't the new kid on the block or whatever. They're they're uh, they're just one of those consistent like Fuente. They're one of those consistent yeah. cigar companies that just keeps making great products. All right, who wants some tequila? I'm in. <laughs> I just have a question. You didn't yes. smoke a cigar before the t tasting, right? That was this morning. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe it won't have an effect because it might. Well, it, you know, it's possible, but yeah. the truth is anything. Like, I could have eaten spicy food. Right, spicy right. food. I know. I was reading the rules from the uh, um, Academy, yeah. Mexican oh, Academy. Yeah. Oh, no lotion or oh. perfume. Or nothing right. that can interfere so with the... I, I definitely want to ask you some questions about that, but I'll just say... I smoke a cigar before I taste everything, so uh, <laughs> so, so that's pretty so normal. It's consistent for me. It's just going to be. However, this taste to me will be, you know, just exactly like what works, you know, in in my little tasting circle. So. Well, you're the boss, and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, well, if I'm the boss, I say let's have some tequila. We'll do that in the next segment. Uh, it's smoking and toasting. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the show today. Uh, it is our tequila blind taste test. We have guest tasters with us, uh, Brianna and Liliana, and. I didn't pick them because their names rhyme. I just, um, they're, my, they're my favorite tequila people. And we'll be right back. Welcome back. It is Smoking and Toasting, the radio program that's all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. Uh, we are on show number 231, and we are brought to you by MyCigarShirts.com. Great shirts for cigar lovers on the web, and uh, they started under 20 bucks. MyCigarShirts.com because... Cigars. Thank you. All right. Adam, our producer, 
and Priyana's husband, is uh, behind the screens where we can't see what he's pouring. And he will be pouring our first four tequilas. We'll be tasting four tequilas in this segment. But while he was doing that, Ian, so I, you have a birthday coming up. I do. Yeah, and I'm not going to, unfortunately, be able to be with you on your birthday. So I brought your birthday present. Onto the show, okay. I'm, and I think that thunk, can I make a guess? I think just that by the thunk, thunk may have let you know <laughs> at least part of what is going on. But well, I would, let's see here. I would. I That's would a love T-shirt, it. right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd love it if you'd open up your gift on the on the air here on Happy the show. Birthday to you. Yes, Happy birthday, Ian! Yes. Happy birthday, He's got a birthday Ian! Coming, oh, so. wait, wait, what is this? What is this? Oh, yep. Uh huh. Something. Uh, it's fluffy some, in here. something fluffy. Yes. That's Mary's wrapping to a tea. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. That is the coolest stuffed toy I've ever seen in my life. The incredible e I can't see what it looks like on the camera. Yeah. Could you flip that around so I can show that? That's amazing. Look at that. <laughs> Yeah, and and in addition, there is also something in there that goes thunk. So that's amazing. Uh, so yeah, I just thought, <laughs> where do you even find something? Uh, like you know, that? leave it leave it to uh, my wife. She's the one who finds amazing stuff. She she'll come home and say things to me like, "I have an idea for Brianna's birthday," and I'll be like. Brianna's birthday is not for like eleven months. <laughs> <laughs> My wife will do that. She'll yeah. pick up stuff that's for you know random people throughout the year. Yeah, It'll yeah. For, no. You know. no, my wife's great. She's is all about finding. I do that too. She's all about finding the right idea, no matter when it is. You get, you buy the gift then, you know, mm-hmm. if you can. So, uh, uh, Ian, I decided you don't have quite enough rum in your life, I and I figured not. I figured you'd be tasting tequilas today, so. I bought you a little a little one Colombian rum. I bought you a little favorite from the rum closet. That is beautiful. Yes, I think we you tried this on that. the show once, a right? A long time ago. Long time yes, ago. and it was uh, absolutely. It fantastic. got rave reviews. So, uh, <laughs> so that one's all for you. And then I can protect my and happy birthday. rum with my <laughs> with your, <laughs> your protective Hulk. Hulk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, we we uh, we could have gotten you one that was Spider Man. We could have gotten you Captain America, but no. The Hulk was the right one. Ian Smash. Yeah, Ian Smash, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a little more me. Yeah, Ian Smash or Ian Smashed. Either way, uh, it, it works, right? <laughs> yeah, so, that happens. Yeah, and, then, and then there's a uh, a little card from my wife and I. So. This says, is it liquor before beer, never fear, or was it liquor before whiskey makes you frisky? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Birthday. These are a good time to ponder these questions. Thank you guys. Yeah. So happy much. birthday, Thank my friend. You. So enjoy. And and you know, by the way, I, I do have to mention that um, your incredible Hulk Ian doll almost met its end before I was able to give it to you. Because, Gracie. Yes, it got Gracie was quite interested. Usually any stuffed toy that comes into the house is fair game for, right, right. for my Greyhound. And uh, she was very interested. I was like, okay, we gotta remember to keep this up high until we get it wrapped. I, I like the so, picture that you found of me with the rosy cheeks and yes. everything. Oh, it's perfect, isn't it? Uh, it's, uh, Thank you so much. It's absolutely perfect. So happy that's birthday, awesome. my friend. That's uh, that's absolutely you awesome. You know what? I'm gonna stick this in the bag so just so that he so that he show 
showing out the top. Yeah, so, yeah. but that's perfect. <laughs> so the stare over there. Yeah, yeah. That's it looks like a small man. It, <laughs> it is a small man. Small man version of a larger Hiding man. inside the bag. Yeah, that's right. I've been accused of that since I was in All right, so Adam is doing a great job with the pours. I have no idea what he's pouring. But here's the way that the uh, taste mm -hmm. test is going to work. Uh, we will taste four tequilas per segment. These are both the same one, right? Yes. Okay, so pass these two I'll around, and you can pass. So this is going to be tequila number one. We were making Adam work this well, time. Yes, we are. So we'll go right. four Thank per you. segment, uh, and then once we do the uh, four, we'll rank them as to which ones we like the best uh, in order, and then at the end of the segment, we'll find out what the four were. At the end of the show, once we've done 16 tequilas worth of tasting, uh, we will each <laughs> give our favorite three of the whole Time. I thought it was one tequila, two tequila, three tequila floor. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I, I like that. I have a question. Yes. Are we gonna describe the color L and love, the love smell, the aroma, now, or no? Just now, the tasting. No, I'd love for you to. But that said, we have sixteen, and so we, we probably don't, don't want to go into too yeah. much detail, detail, or we'll be here all day. Okay. So, uh, so the first one, but yeah, you should definitely say what you're getting on the nose and what your overall impression of the taste is. So. Oh, I already love number one. I, I haven't even tasted it, and I'm already in love with number one. Mm. Uh, yeah, big agave and vanilla on the nose. Wow, that's terrific. Uh, a lot of agave, and then and then in the mm. on the finish, some definite uh, vanilla and and maple, which those are the flavors I'm just all about when it comes to tequila. Mm. It's got a very subtle pepperiness to it. Mm -hmm. I'm used to having a little more pepperiness. It does. So I make myself, uh, what I have a tendency to do, because it's, it's hard. I don't know what the next three are going to be like that we're comparing it against. So I do little arrows kind of either pointing straight up or kind of up or down or like, and then try to remember as I'm ranking these. But you do whatever works for you so, on your So notes. what we're doing, okay, so let's let's get this straight. So we got, we got these lines here. So we're going to pick our best of these four. Best of these four. You're going to rank them, actually, four, three, two, one, as to what gotcha, you like okay. the best. And then once we do that, we'll find out what each one of them were. But I would say this is a great start. I love this. All right, uh, Adam, whenever you're ready, we'll go for tequila number two. Sir, I'll pass these around. Bruce said this is going to be a four and a half hour show. <laughs> <laughs> we try not to do those super long shows anymore, but uh, we'll just see. We'll just see how this flows. Did I pass one to everybody? Oh, there you go, Lilian. Don't no. forget right. to uh, clean your palate. To, yeah, clean your palates <laughs> yep, in between yep, them. That's, that's important. Yes. Ian's excited. <laughs> what you mean? I have to drink water too? I just try to dive into my research when I can. Mm-mm. -hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh, very See, good. now I've tainted my palate with water. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh. So this one to me is a little more subtle, but still very good. Ooh. Mm. It's really smooth. Yes, and and I, and not in a bad way, you know? Because some people say when you say smooth with the spirit, it's like a not. Not a, a good thing. This is smooth is a very good thing. So, wow. Okay. Feels a little more subtle than the first. The agave is not quite as present. That'd be my take. But uh, feel free, to, spe feel, feel free to speak up. Yeah, the pepper in this one is not in the middle. It's more on the finish. Yeah. So. Are we going to do the whiskey smack? 
<laughs> it's actually recommended when you're tasting. So, 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 how do you do? How do you, you to see if there's any? I think, I think four yeah. people times sixteen doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna lose our audience. We're gonna have so, okay. So this is viewers. A, we'll yeah. have to do that off mic. So I have to learn. Uh, I had to learn. Um, what I call the sizzle. I don't know if that's really what it's called, but I learned that from Chris Hart, our tequila expert buddy who does the whiskey, uh, the, sorry, the our, in, our whiskey expert inhale. buddy. Inhale. Yeah, when he does the, uh, I call that the sizzle. I don't know if that's what it really <laughs> is or not, but um, yeah, that's, well, okay, so far, nothing bad. In fact, I have a feeling there's not going to be anything bad for the entire taste test, but, but we'll see. You never know what I might have snuck in there. <laughs> All right, wow. This just reminds me of why this is my favorite spirit. I, I right? just love me some tequila. <laughs> what a way to spend uh, my Thursday right. afternoon. And thank you for doing this, Brianna. This is uh, this is good to get uh, an additional set of taste buds in here. And, and, and <laughs> thank so. you for having me. So here comes number three. Not as much on the nose for me on this one. It smells a little smoky. Mm. Tastes a little smoky, too. Very smoky. Mm, did we throw a mezcal in here? I wouldn't. No, no, it's not as smoky as a mezcal. Right? Yeah, no, it's not as smoky, but, but it's see, pretty the, close. The smoky and the pepper actually got got me with a little sneeze there. Ian, what's your take on this one? It's um, this one has uh, like that mineral aftertaste and mm -hmm. vanilla, and almost has a, uh, a powdered sugar kind of flavor. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Especially in the retro hail, like a, almost like a baking spice powdered sugar. Mm. Like the, like the uh, sort of powdered sugar that's on top of like a, a pastry, you know. Mm. That's good. It's sweet on the nose, but I'm it not is, really yeah. getting those those tasting notes. It's not a big aroma. No, no, you're right. I I, I didn't get a whole lot it's on the nose. Big though, when you take a sip though. Yeah, like it's got it's punch. got some definitely definite pepper punch. So. Okay, so one more for this segment. This may be harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought there would be like, you know, some that would be real standouts, you know, and and that could happen, I suppose. But, uh, mm. You got good taste. These have all been pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I did raid the the uh, the bar for this, my bar, uh, and that's not where everyone. I came think I from, have two or three tequilas. In my entire I bar. didn't even ask you to <laughs> to to bring them, but uh, but. Um, yeah, I well when I when I went <coughs> digging, I was like, because I've for a while I've known we were going to do the show, so I've been trying not to polish anything off all the way, and so I have, uh, as Adam will tell you, there's a number of these that have just a little tequila left <laughs> in the bottom, uh, but it's not like it's been sitting there that way for a long time, because I generally drink my tequila. See, so. This one has a smoky nose. Now yeah. I want to say something, even though I'm listening to your comments mm -hmm. and everything. I'm trying to just remain to what yeah, I sure, yes, sure, yeah. because they say people can influence people, yeah, other, right. each other well, by listening. So I feel like we have to describe this a little bit or it gets really boring oh, watching yeah, four people oh, drink <laughs> tequila. Uh, of but, course. But, uh, but yes, you're right. Don't don't let what I say influence what mm -hmm. you were tasting. But Ian and I are just used to immediately talking about whatever we we taste. I do it to my wife at home. It's ridiculous, you know. <laughs> so uh, she'll she'll pour something to drink, and I'll be like, "Ooh, it's very floral with a hint of hint of hibiscus," and she'll be like, "Would you just stop it?" <laughs> so, hmm. 
This one is mm. interesting because the agave hits the middle of the palate. Yes, this is very different actually from the yeah, other I think three. This is... Okay. Hmm. So one of the things that's it'll be interesting, uh, tequilas can range wildly in uh, in price. So it'll be interesting to kind of get, uh, I think I've got a good feel for what most of these bottles cost. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if the higher price tequilas perform better or not necessarily. Can I can I make a slight suggestion on this beautiful uh, smoking and toasting sheet that uh, Please you do. printed up? Yes. If we change tequila one, two, three, four to A, B, C, D, it'll probably be less... Okay. Less confusing. You're right because we're going to be numbering them number one, two, three, four. All right. Yeah. How so, we like it. That way we're so not let's saying call number them tequila four is a, one and three is two. B, C, and D. And up is down and down so, is up. So we just had tequila <laughs> D, and uh, Ian, let's let's start with you. Uh, put these in order of what you liked, starting with D, and going to A, or starting, starting with, with starting with four and going to one. D and going to A. So or starting uh, with four and going to one, I should say. The last one. D is my number. Oh, so yeah, we yeah. want to so, go from. Right. So what's your number four? We want to go backwards in order. Yes. We like it. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go C. <clears throat> okay. Four. See, I'm right C is your... I'm getting already confused with number. I'm gonna go B. So B is your number three or four? Is number three. Okay. So you went C B. Tequila one will be number two, and tequila four will be. Would be number one. Or so tequila D would be number one. That's what. Tequila. See, that's why we need right. the letter. No, you're 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 right. So, so yeah. So I got so from your number. Your uh, yeah. So in, in order from what I like the least to the best, I'm gonna say C A B D. C A B D. Okay, Brianna. Okay, so I like <coughs> the first one the most. Okay. The second one, the second. Mm-hmm. Um, D is three. Okay. And C is four. So Brianna was A, B, D. C. C, from, with A being your favorite. Yes, A being okay. my favorite. All right. What about you, Liliana? Okay, well... I tend to disagree. And, and good. Um, That's what I'm hoping. I don't want us to all agree on My these. favorite was D. Okay. I love the agave, like Ian mentioned it, mm -hmm. and the, the, the flavor in the middle of the palate. Mm -hmm. And some. I also tasted some flowers. It was mm -hmm. nice. These were all very uh -huh. good. And then I have a tie between A and B. Uh, I gave them both one star okay. just on my own you know, scoring. Now, one star being good or bad? Good. Okay. Good. Got it. Okay. But the second one, I will go, the second one was not as good, B, because it didn't have enough aroma. I couldn't really smell anything. Okay. And then um, the the uh, C to me was not good, so I did not like it. So, okay. So you went, uh, starting with number one, you went D, and then A and B, kind of uh, either one for the... Uh, for the middle, and then C was your number four. Yes. Okay. Um, I it it surprises me not at all how close my um, rankings are going to be to Brianna's because <laughs> it, it's just a, I knew this was going to happen, and it'll be interesting to see if it happens with the whole show. But uh, I'm going to go with um, from four three two one. My number four was D. 
which uh, Ian and Liliana both picked as their number uh-huh. one. I switched uh, mine. Yeah, yeah. and then, then. Uh, and then I went C B A. So I love I loved that first one. That was just spectacular. Delicious. So uh, so very interesting. And this is why it's fun to do these because we all taste things a little bit differently and we all kind of uh, have and figure out our favorites adam uh we are so curious let's do the big reveal let's start with what was a which i believe brianna and i both picked as our favorite of the four a was carrera carrera and and do you have the bottle handy so we can show these bottles as we uh, as we do it so yeah Oh, I think I'm saying that. Am I saying that correctly? Car- Carrera. 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 Roll your arms. Carrera. <laughs> so Ian, maybe, maybe show that say. so people can see what that bottle looks Carrera. like. Carrera. Right. I can't roll so Mars. There you go. And uh, and then uh, B. B was Espelon. I can say that. Espelon. Oh. Uh, you know, Espelon no is <laughs> Espelon is a really good. And you can see how much of this Espelon I had left. Uh, Espelon is a really, I think, a really good inexpensive tequila. It's not as highly priced as some of the other ones. Let me see. Let me see that. Oh yeah, they sure have changed the they, presentation they have, drastically. Yes. yes Did they, you buy this because of all the skeletons on here? No, they, it had Dia de los Muertos. This is finished in bourbon <laughs> barrels. I love yeah, Espelon. Yeah, That's yeah, probably. Very, our uh, our go-to. That, that's, um, I put big vanilla flavor on it. That probably has a lot to do with it. C, I believe, was... Uh, Liliana didn't like C as much. It was her last place, but I think... Um, me and Liliana Ian, agreed on that as well. Ian, Ian said that as well. For me, C was number three, and I think the same was true for Brianna. Uh, what was C? Miko. Miko. Now, mm. this is so interesting, and it's what uh, what is so crazy about these blind taste tests, because... Ian and I had this tequila on the show maybe two or three months ago, and we raved about loved it. Loved it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. Go ahead and show the Miko bottle. Which distillery makes Miko? Uh, I, I think it's their Oh, I think they are their own brand. Mm-hmm. Um, Icon Brands. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the Miko <laughs> distillery. But they, uh, I remember from, uh, from the show, we thought it had a very, uh, a very prominent distillery. chocolate flavor to it. Okay. If you if you get the NOM, I can look that up later. Eleven oh seven one one zero seven one one zero seven. And we can find out who makes it. All right. Liliana's uh, going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. D, uh, D was uh, Ian's favorite, I believe, right? Uh, and, uh, and and my favorite too. And and Liliana's favorite. So. Two out of four went favorite for D, and it was Casa Noble. Casa right. Noble. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Well, all right. It was so different to me from the other ones. Again, if you want to show the Casa Noble mm-hmm. uh, and let everybody see what that bottle looks like. I so. have a trivia quick about okay. Casa Noble. Go ahead. They pair with uh, the company that makes the Riedel glasses. And this is a Riedel glass and right to, here that you're holding. In 2001, right. Casa Noble. Uh, presented this as the best you know glass Fine. to taste yeah. some tequilas especially for reposados not for not for añejos now, it really directs the uh, mm-hmm. people the are aroma into your nose when people are using the sort of classic Glencairn a lot more for tequila that's case, the official yeah. now yeah okay, the Glencairn whiskey yeah. glass and but there's a, a different variation right this yeah. is a, another whiskey tasting glass but look how wide it is right. so, but this is the recommended one well, now for the for the categories. The, the whole idea between the whiskey glass, the Glencairn shape, is to give. Uh, it's bigger at the bottom so that you give mm-hmm. enough uh, uh, surface area yeah. 
to to release the aromas, the aromas, the aromas yes. and then it's mm-hmm. skinnier at the top to direct those so that when you take a sip, it's right in your nose. Mm-hmm. I would say that based on my experience with tequila, and I have had some, my favorite tequila glass generally is the one that I'm holding in my hand. That's usually the one that I have a tendency yeah, to like, it, to like it's the best. A, it's like you know? a science now. There's yeah, so many. I know. <laughs> but well, people n- do whatever they want to do. Some people use wine glasses. Right. Yeah. And and i got to tell you, that works just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, so almost everything in my house is either in a whiskey glass or a rocks glass. Right. You know. Right. So uh, I will tell you that, um, that our own Liliana is becoming more and more knowledgeable about all of these things. And I'm going to have her tell us exactly why coming up in our next segment. Plus, it's time to do a little more tasting round two of the Tequila Blind Taste Test. Now, guys, remember what you like the best here because at the end of the show, we're going to have you name your three favorites of the whole tasting flight, right? So it might be harder to remember segment one by the time we get there. So, yeah, make yourself whatever notes you need to make so you can come back if any of these you think might be a candidate for one of your top three for the whole thing. All right, uh, let's take a break, and we will return. Oh, we also didn't taste a beer, so we'll, we'll get into that in the next segment as well. It's time for some Honey's Honey's. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Smokin' and Toastin'. We are thrilled to have you joining us for our Tequila Blind Taste Test show. It's uh, show number 231 as we prepare for Cinco de Mayo with our special guest, Liliana Rodriguez, our resident tequila expert and my own personal tequila buddy, uh, Brianna Andrus. Welcome to the show, ladies. And it's so it's nice to have like a gender balance here. Yes. You know, it's usually just kind of like the boys club in here. <laughs> and maybe we get one, you know, female guest on. But now we f- it feels more balanced. I like this. Will you guys come back and just be on the show every week? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> if I can squeeze it in. <laughs> All right. So we're doing tequila blind taste test. I did forget to mention, but uh, but I'll, I'll write that wrong now, that we will be doing drinking news today. Uh, that's our segment of the program where we like to uh, bring you a story that may or may not be about drinking from the news, from the headlines in the news, but is generally always best enjoyed. Do, do we have a headline to look when you are drinking? To? Oh yes, we do. Today's drinking news headline: Is it my birthday, or are you just happy to see me? Oh, I know why you did that. <laughs> So, yes, we'll get to that uh, coming up. Uh, and there's also some things going on. We, we've had, like, so, you know, we have so much go- happening on the show today with the tequila taste test. I really haven't gotten into too many stories, but there's a few things we may be able to uh, to talk about. I won't promise them because I don't want to disappoint. Uh, let's get to some beer, though. We haven't talked craft beer much today, and I want to write that wrong right now. As Ian opens a can of Honey's Honey's. Honey's, it's honeys. a peanut butter and honey this thing golden has ale. Crazy artwork on it. Yeah, too. it really does, and it's from Oliphant Brewing. Oliphant is out of Somerset, Wisconsin, and uh, and uh, and so I went and bought some cups today. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me, they have a little like center They're part. A little of awkward. Them. Yeah, they are a little awkward. So, um, so you can pass those around. I- I'm trying to we'll, pour uh, it like without getting it in there. Without getting it into the center <laughs> cup. And it's hard yeah. to tell how much I'm pouring in there. So. Yeah. Fortunately, it's a 16-ounce uh, can, so hopefully we have enough to go. Thank you. Yeah, I'll try All that. Right. And, and we're pouring one more than usual today. Uh, and now, I don't know if Liliana's going to 
break her rule because she's uh, she's saying you're not supposed to have beers between the tequilas when you're doing the tasting. Now, Liliana, the reason she knows about all these rules and stuff is because you are actually in training now or about to be in about training. About right, yes. uh, mm-hmm. to to become a cazador. What a does that ca- mean? Catador. Catador. Sorry, I yeah, said it wrong. A, a, uh, a, a person who has a lot of experience tasting in the in the whole process because right. it's very strict, like right. we were talking. Right. In I was going to to be certified. You know, that. That. So, yes. so we're yeah. actually just horrifying you today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this, this is, I, I started following this group. It's called Tequila Aficionado, which okay. is what yep. I consider myself. Right. I by no means an expert because I still have so much to learn. We're and remember, that anyway, but uh. remember that during my years teaching at the medical school in Guadalajara, I would right. go to tequila, so I know the process, the plantation, right. the, the fabrication. But there's a whole lot more to to learn. Even like the glasses that I was mentioning, mm-hmm. it's the whole science. So this group now has a course, and I already got the book, the uh, the uh, exercises uh, notebook, and my husband bought me a wonderful dictionary, oh, but see? as a compliment, and I'm gonna get started. So, so what mm-hmm. uh, what do you just obviously you study? Mm-hmm. The terms and the terminology and the way it works, but do you also drink a lot of tequila? Yes, you okay. have to taste. Actually, the whole <laughs> notebook, the whole notebook is full with pages like this, if right? Only. With more detail about the everything, how the tequila looks like, uh, yeah. the different aromas, the taste, and and then again, I think it's going to be fascinating. But oh, I you, think know so. what, you know what? You know what it can't will be just my write tequila good on each page. <laughs> right. You know, but you know what it will be my dream in this life. Yeah. To become a maestra tequilera. Okay. Oh, so, so what do you only, have to do to accomplish that? Well, there's only twelve women in Mexico right. that are uh, designated as maestra, and that means spending time at every step of the way with the workers and the fields, How and fun, then uh, the plantation, everything, transportation, and then in the in the, uh, the the distilleries, learning mm-hmm. the whole process, then in the laboratory where they do testings and. You know the quality, everything. It, it's a fascinating thing, but I don't think I can get away from home for that long. <laughs> well, so. we will miss you, but you know, no. if it's if it's for a good cause like that, we'll support it. We'll tell you what, if if you do this, you let us know because we'll fly down and do a show from there, and you can like show us how it all I works. I have another idea. Maybe someday when things get better, mm-hmm. the pandemic is over. We will do a tour, and I can take you down there. We'll go to Tequila. I'll take you to some of the distilleries I'm familiar with, and then, you know, and we I go to. Yeah, let me let me <laughs> let me think for just a minute. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I actually don't know how to say no to that. Yeah. How would you? Uh, that's it, well. It sounds fantastic. So, all right, that gives us something to look forward to, and I'm actually looking forward to trying this honey's you know, honey's. When, a, when you walk into a uh, brewery. And you have that. I've never done that. <laughs> so you have. If if you've walked into a brewery, you smell that fresh cracked barley. That that uh-huh. um, that fresh barley smell. This has a lot of that mm. and a little bit of sweetness behind it, which I'm assuming is the honey, right on the nose. But and it's it smells got great. Mondo peanut butter on the tongue. You know, we've had a few. Uh, see, and I didn't pick up the peanut butter as much on the see, nose. Yeah, not on the nose, but, but man, on the tongue. It's right Boom. There the flavor. We've had a number of beers throughout the course of the show. That it, peanut butter has been one of their flavors or tasting. I don't know if we've ever had a more peanut buttery beer 
than this. It's and you can taste the honey. When I was a kid, my mom used to take. This shows you how white trash we were. My mom used to take uh, peanut butter and mix in Cairo syrup. And then she'd put it on toast, but it was delicious. The I bet. Cairo syrup. So this reminds me of that a little bit, except it's more of a, it's more of a honey uh, thing. It's it's fantastic. This is so peanut butter forward, but there's still such a bold malt backbone mm-hmm. to this that I think it's really still definitely a beer. Really know? balances it out and ta- makes it taste a little less. Candy-like. Show us the can there, Ian, for Honey's Honeys. This can is incredibly interesting. It's like a. a <laughs> A, a space creature with a weird skull has rays coming out from his eyes. It's a little demonic. And he's, he's <laughs> apparently got his eye rays on yeah. a peanut butter sandwich, I believe. Maybe so. Yep, I think it's, that's uh, right. And there looks like a honeycomb in the background. It's delicious. Is though. the I mean, kitty cat safe? I see I, a kitty cat in the stress think, there. Yeah, I think the kitty cat will be all right. I think he's okay. after the peanut butter sandwich, oh. so... Uh, you know, it's just. just uh, it, oh yeah, yeah. There we go. It's not a. It's not a beer you would like if you don't it's, like peanut. Butter. It's a one-eyed yeah. cat, and it well. says, and I'll quote. Uh, that works. I bet it also says something about the Surgeon General and the warning to. Uh, um, Dude, how do you know that? Uh, you know, it's just it does a, say according to Surgeon General. Yeah, see, it's a it's a wild guess. So. I I just remember something interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a Mexican drink. I don't know how they call it, but in some bars in Houston, they give they put a caballito, which is mm-hmm. the slender tequila glass, mm-hmm. inside a taller glass, and then they fill it up with tequila, and then they put a beer. Around now, it. do they slam it before you drink it? I don't know. I have never had it, but I've seen it. I so I at, wonder if these glasses are that's, made. That's yeah. These are made for what they call they call them bombs, right? Yeah, Vegas yeah, bombs. Yeah, Vegas like, bombs. Mm. Or, like you make Vegas yeah, bombs, you make yeah. a, where you have two different drinks in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you can yeah. have a. Well, I, I got that kind of accidentally. I was just looking for more cups for us for the show today, so uh, so that was what I wound up with. So we're we're using them. It's okay. We can use the outside ring for beer, and then we you, we can use the little inside section yeah. for more beer. Okay, that, that, that's a wonderful idea. Uh, speaking of more, speaking of more, before this segment gets away from us, we need to do more tequila tasting. It's time for our next four. So give yourself a little palate cleanser, there, folks. I like I like that last beer. Okay mm-hmm. enough. I don't know if I'm drinking uh, a whole bunch of it all at once. What a great one though for like a party to pass around mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, you know little cups. I do of it love the pass around beers. Yeah, yeah, and that is definitely I think a pass around beer. That I think what you said was guess. interesting, Cruz, because I don't like peanut butter, but right. I loved that beer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So well, that's well. just so you know, that's peanut butter and honey golden ale, ale yeah. brewed with honey and lactose with peanut butter flavor and caramel color. It's awesome. I, I thought it's delicious. Now, I, I agree. I wouldn't want to like drink several of these in one sitting, but but for a beer to taste, I think it's I think it's really interesting and, uh, yeah. and fabulous. I never know? had anything like that. Yeah, that's different. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different. Um, as we prepare to taste this tequila, I, I haven't really asked. You know, uh, Brianna, you're not necessarily from the world of of spirits and and all of this, except when you're over at my house, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on with you, because you got some. You're you're studying in a very interesting field. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. Um, I would really like to know the distilling, distilling process for these. Yeah. Each one. Um, I would say that um, probably 
I don't think that it's weird for me because I know that Casa Noble is a really fine, you know, tequila. Yeah. I think they have a really kind of crappy distilling yeah. process from <laughs> really? what I'm tasting. Really? Yeah, from what I'm tasting, like how you're getting like that minerality. She, and She comes at this <clears throat> from the scientific background. So, she's like, she's going to science the shit out of it. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's basically, she's, you know, an engineer. She's, she's, she's already been involved in designing the spacesuits that the astronauts wear. I'm not kidding. Uh, so, so this is somebody who knows what she's talking about. Now, I don't know that much about the specific distilling uh, process, but Brianna knows how to bring the math. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, she knows how to bring the math. Well, let's try these and see what we think. This is tequila A of batch number two. Ooh. I've been doing research. The nose mm. is uh, is sweet. very interesting. It's mm. very sweet on the nose. Big mm. vanilla nose, if you ask me. This is a vanilla bomb. <laughs> wow. Wow. Almost like a a snickerdoodle in there somehow. You know? <laughs> so I, I I get a lot of like caramel and banana mm -hmm. mm. Uh, in there. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. Wow. Um, and maybe even a touch of cinnamon. Liliana, is this a less traditional uh, tequila taste that we're getting out of this one? Of course. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's you know, all of these are 100% agave, by the way. None of these are, are you know, have got anything else mixed in. And so it's all about essentially what they've been finished in and how those barrels or, or casks have have impacted the juice. But Are there uh, many, uh, in, the, in the tequila distilleries, are there many different... Um, types of uh, distills that they use because I know in the whiskey world that affects uh, a lot of times affects the flavor. Are you talking about the distillate or what they rest I'm talking in? about that what they actually distill it in. Okay. Oh, like okay. The, the kind of pot and stuff. Yeah, right? the kind of pot like whether you use a pot still or uh, different stills like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it varies. Yeah. You know, there are some distilleries that are sophisticated and everything is uh, fancy and huge. Well, and like for instance, for instance, Willits uses a very tall still. And mm -hmm. There's right. you know, so variations. Yeah, the, there's a lot of variation in, in the, yeah. the, the distilleries, but also there is a variation in the in the uh, barrels that mm -hmm. they use. Right. And also, it, it affects, let's say, a barrel. Okay, a lot of them have been used to store wines and whiskeys before. Right. But then the other thing is how many times have they been used? Mm -hmm. It comes a time when there's no influence from the oak barrel anymore, mm -hmm. right? Right, but because all of the <clears throat> all of the juice, if you will, has already been drained out of the, the wood yeah. and into the spirit. So, But um, this one is very... I never... I don't think I ever had this one before. Very so interesting. Very distinctive. Going to be interesting to see what that one is. All right, let's move to Tequila B. And by the way, big thanks to Adam for doing this because uh, it's not an easy thing to keep these all organized, <laughs> to, do all, to do all of these very small pours, and to hand them to me without me spilling them. So uh, it's all very uh, it's all very important. If you can help pass those thanks, around. Thanks, honey. We appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so here is tequila mm. B for segment uh, for our second tequila segment. Mm. This is very opposite on the nose. Yes, I'm not getting nearly as much on the nose on I this. Know. It's not even that it's not that much. It just smells a lot more traditional to me. Hmm. Maybe mm. traditional is not the right word, but uh, it's more like what I expect. More like mm -hmm. the tequila flavor that you expect, and I think I think it delivers that on the tongue as well. Have, have you done the the two sides of the nose, like they recommend, like 
you do it here and then no see i didn't even know they recommend that that's how mm -hmm. this is why you, she, she wants to tell us that she's not an expert <laughs> and then she but drops I'm not, facts i'm not buying it at all i'm not buying it at just all. A, a funny nose fact yeah if you will you'll uh you'll notice at any given time one nostril is always a little uh less free-flowing than the mm -hmm. other one and mm -hmm. then it changes mm -hmm. after a few hours all day long or if you turn your head from one side to the other and they also recommend that you have your mouth slightly open yeah. so that it can also go through your mouth to the back of the... Mm -hmm. And that, I think, would be true for tasting really wow. any spirit. I have a, that was a different a different um, tasting profile mm -hmm. since yes, I did that. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. Completely um, different. I like this one. It is much more of a, what I would say is a traditional tequila taste. Uh, more A little more agave forward, a little less of the... Uh, and again, you know, it, it's also... That's the other thing about tequila. It's why this is such an interesting, um, an interesting way to go, is because some people probably prefer different flavors from what other people. In other words, some people may like. I particularly enjoy things that are very oaky, have a strong vanilla profile, and 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 even the mapleness. But other people I know that are tequila fans really are looking for that purity of the agave in in the flavor. So it's just different strokes, I guess. Uh, but some people like a little salt and a little lime with it. Yes, and I don't hang out with those people. We will not harm yeah. salt or lime these days. in this uh, yeah. production. No today. salt or lime will be harmed at any time <laughs> during today's production. All right, Adam, is this our next one here? Yes. All right, very good. Here comes Tequila C. And we are doing, we are doing nice small pours on these which is and definitely this one is a definitely much a, much lighter color i have a yes. question for liliana okay yes. uh how long would you say you should let the tequila sit in your mouth before you swallow mm. is, is there any kind of thing no, about, i've heard with like whiskey so. or bourbon like kind of you hold it for maybe two to five seconds just to let yeah, it sit and then I, swallow i will say that but okay. then there's so there's so many variations like some people recommend you first swallow a little bit right and then you do the, the I was appreciation say, and, and, and i would almost agree with that because a lot of times when it's just on the tongue i'm not getting that much for that first swallow but then mm -hmm. once you taste the swallow you get the finish then you get more flavor on the tongue in the second sip yeah but so. but um and um, i it's like just a few seconds mm -hmm. and also the the portions that they use for the for the tastings right varies a little bit some people recommend um half an ounce which i think mm -hmm. to me is a lot other people recommend 40 milliliters which i measure it in a measuring cup and it's about a quarter of a cup i will say that i generally recommend you know no more than half a bottle <laughs> when I'm doing tastings, so cause it's important to be sure is what I'm getting at. So, um, mm. so this is very interesting. I really like this, but I like it in a very different way than the others. You know, this is you said a while ago. This tastes like more like a traditional tequila. This right. one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed, agreed. The the B and C are both a more traditional tequila taste so mm -hmm. mm, very interesting i want to pair okay. this one with a cigar oh doesn't it seem like that'd be a like great this idea this one just seems like the flavor profile and it has some subtleties to it that mm -hmm. that actually we haven't i don't think we've come across yet um that really really kind of stand out in all here. right here comes tequila numero cuatro okay clean your palates <laughs> actually no it's not cuatro it's d what's d in spanish d the, the letter d 
D. D. La letra D. La letra D. I, I don't remember my letters. I know my numbers, but I don't remember my letters very well. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that important when I was working in the fields after high school, you know, because that's where I learned most of my Spanish was with migrant workers in the field. So we didn't talk too much about the letters of the alphabet, but, you know, we learned about how to say important things like when's lunch and, and uh, you know. Where's the uh, bathroom? Where's the bathroom? <laughs> exactly. That's a very important yeah. one. And, of course, I learned a lot of words that would probably not be appropriate to share. Yeah. Here well, my, my mother's first word she learned in English uh, was beer and you know uh, I, love she, that. I know so she passed last year i miss her a lot oh. uh, she always had two beers for lunch two beers for dinner wow and you know what they say as we age we become our parents yeah i am having now two beers, two beers for, for lunch, lunch. <laughs> and two beers for dinner you told her i think it was a saint arnold amber that you were I, yeah, yeah that's my favorite yeah i get a cage a from total beer. wine once a week that's a good beer <laughs> All right. I'm getting more agave on the nose on this one. This Maybe this is me. And, and I hope I don't ruin anyone's tasting notes with this uh, statement, but this smells like agave and cookies and cream. Mm. I was getting more vanilla wow. than cookies and cream. Wow, but you know I, I get I get I both that. I get where both of you are going there. Mm. Man. I, you know what I hate is that we're gonna have to pick our three favorites. That's gonna be hard. That's gonna be really hard. Okay. I know. All right. Uh, I uh, I I get your cookies and creamy, and I, I do get that. <laughs> but there is a definite vanilla uh, vibe, which is kind of part of the same flavor. I think it's just two, maybe two different ways to identify it. Yeah. Really, really, really good. All right. I am super curious for the reveal on these, Adam. So let's find out what we're tasting. Tequila A. Socorro. Socorro. Are you familiar with this one, Lilith? No. That's, uh, again, there's so many brands now. There are that now, aren't they? It's overwhelming. Ian, let me hand you this one so you can show that to the camera. Um, and I'll just say, I don't want to give away my, uh, my rankings here, but I'll just say I am thrilled that there's as much left in that bottle as there is. Uh, Socorro. All right. And that was... Uh, that was Tequila A. Tequila A. Socorro. Mm -hmm. Socorro. I can I can maybe roll my R's if I don't put it in the middle of a word. I, I can do it, but I always feel like I sound like a geeky white guy trying to be too, uh, you know, too linguistically uh, trendy. accurate. Yeah, too trendy, right? Yeah, because there's nothing. And and I, I always remember when I was growing up, there was this uh, uh, there was this uh, reporter on television. If I'm not mistaken, her name was Jessica Villarreal, and she rolled her R's so <coughs> severely that it was almost like comical. She'd be like reporting live from the scene of the crime, Jessica You would wait for it because it was so funny. It was like, okay, Jessica, we get it. You can roll your R's, we get it. We get it. Tequila C. I'm sorry, B, we just did the first one. This is tequila B. Azunia. Azunia. This is an Azunia Añejo, a state crafted. We actually had this one on the show, Ian. Not, okay. I think, too terribly we long ago. We need the um, NOM, please. <laughs> That's another yeah. unknown brand I've never seen. Mm -hmm. There's so many brands out today. Uh -huh. 1426. 1426. Ian, show that one to the camera. That is Tequila B. What database do you use to like access that information? Is well, it I get the um, Academy of Tequila has 
provides that, but also through my membership now to Tequila Aficionado, <laughs> we get the latest we, NOMs, we, the uh, Norma yeah. Oficial Mexicana. Each tequila has a four-digit number. We know the And then you people. can learn yeah. about the distillery <laughs> and all that, who makes That's it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah I, did, I didn't know that. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. And then I'm like, Little Ian is just <laughs> creeping up from various shots in the uh, in the camera. That's what we have, have to call him is Little Ian. All right, let's go tequila C. <laughs> El Tesoro. El mm. Tesoro, the Añejo. This one we had on the show uh, quite some time back. You familiar with El Tesoro? All right, Ian, uh, let's show that one to the camera. I uh, just want to make sure everybody gets a, a feel for what these look like. And uh, all right, so um, th that brings us to Tequila D. Miagave. Miagave. Okay, now that makes sense to me because I do remember us having this on the show and i remember it having that kind of a flavor profile is that a new one to you liliana yeah all right so and look at the buzzword now estate oh yes estate. that is a buzzword yeah. isn't it yeah state bottles, state state bottles. Bottle. Okay. organic gluten-free you name it now they're out there yeah of course of course and we'll talk a little bit about what that means so Gentlemen and ladies, let's uh, let's see how you ranked them. Let's start. Uh, uh, let's start with you, Liliana. What uh, what was your four, three, two, one? My top of the list was Miagave. Top of the list yeah. was Miagave. Okay, and I that love was... the uh, the traditional tequila flavor. And that was number yeah. four, right? That was tequila. Yeah, that D, was number right? one for that me. Was tequila. Yeah. Okay, so that was your number one. And I I'm sorry again to have a tie. <laughs> but B and C, um, I gave them, you know, the Roughly same, the, same. the okay. same. And then the one I didn't like that much was Socorro. Because I just can't, can't that was, have something that is so sweet. That was tequila A. Yeah, okay. that tastes, right. it was like vanilla. Okay. Drinking vanilla. Priyana, how about you? All right, so my number one was C. C, which was C, the, remember, was El, El Tesoro. El Tesoro, okay. Uh, my number two was A. Which Socorro. was the, the Socorro. Socorro, yep. My number three was D, Miagave. which is the Miagave. Yep. And my number four was B. Was B, and B again Azuna. was, was the, the uh, Azuna. Azuna. Azuna, okay. Mm -hmm. Ian. So um, we are now, by the way, two for two on our favorites. <laughs> so my favorite was the Miagave uh, out of all those. Uh, going to number two, second favorite was the Tesoro. Third Which, favorite was the Socorro. And fourth uh, favorite, least favorite was Azuna. Okay. So Azuna was a C. So you were D. I Azuna was, was B. D, C, A, B. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be different from all of you, I think. Um, my favorite, and this, this, is, this is beginning to bother me now because for the first two of these... My favorite has been last for Liliana, who's the only one of us who really knows anything about tequila, <laughs> right? Please. Uh, no, what she's uh, trying to tell you is you should just take the beer and dump it upside down in, in your uh, <laughs> right in, your in, in the glass and, and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite was uh, tequila A. I loved that. That was a uh, and that was the Socorro, yeah, right? Socorro, yeah. uh, that was my favorite. My uh, second favorite was uh, the Miagave, number uh, the tequila D, D yes. with that strong. 
strong chocolate vibe was uh, very, very good. Uh, and then after that, for me, probably Tequila B would be number three. Azuna. Azuna. And El Tesoro, for me, was number four. So a lot of... See, this is what's so interesting is when you get four different palettes in the room, you really do get four different results. So, And this is why, you know, when I have given presentations and people ask me, what is the best tequila? They always ask me that, and I say, the one that you like the best. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, I left out what I think is the best tequila I've ever tasted. I purposely left it out, which is the Jose Cuervo uh, Reserva. Reserva de la Familia. Yeah. Oh, that's just, that's, that's I was afraid amazing. it was so good it would <laughs> yes. just like make everything else seem like it was, you know, gunning for second place. So I thought we'd leave that one out this time. But yeah, that's when it's special occasion in our house, something happens to celebrate. That's the one that that's the one that we break out. I was actually hoping it would find its way into uh, the yes. tasting. <laughs> now I know. You've been at the house when we've had those yeah. celebrations. Now I know what to give favorite. you. Now I know what to give you for Christmas. Oh, yeah. listen, listen, that's a that's a hell of a gift because every time I go into Specs, it's ten dollars more than it was the right. last time so I was there. Which, by the way, so is so is Skelly. The first bottle of Skelly mm-hmm. uh, Añejo that I bought. I want to say was thirty five. Yeah, no, right no, it was, 40, it? Was, no, it was more like twenty nine dollars. Oh, really? And it's fifty five now. Yeah. Like that, that has really gone almost, almost doubled in price. And it's uh, it's it's an oddly good tequila. It in a really is bizarre bottle and and completely different. And, and like kind I, of a corny bottle. Like I've mm-hmm. said before, I avoided it forever because I thought the bottle was so interesting and and gimmicky. Even though I love Day of the Dead stuff, um, it was so interesting and gimmicky. I thought, oh, the tequila's probably not very good. Did, and did boy, you make was that, that mistake and buy the skull? Uh, yes. And, and <laughs> actually, so the skull was the reason I didn't go for the. Because I'd done that. I bought that and I was like, eh. You know, not really, not really that good. All right, fantastic. this is very interesting. We're halfway through our 16, uh, and so that means there's more tequila to come. Plus, drinking news. We'll take a break, and we will be right back. This, my friends, is smoking and toasting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Only halfway through. <laughs> Ask little Ian to drive you home. <laughs> Welcome back. It's smoking and toasting, and we are proud to be coming to you live from our studios in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, heard all over the world on fine uh, internet devices like yours. Thank you very much for checking us out. Uh, we're all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. We are brought to you by mycigarshirts.com. Check them out on the web, mycigarshirts.com, because cigars. Cigars, yes. All right, so we've been tasting tequilas. We're halfway done with our tasting here. And it's pretty exciting. So let's do a, uh, a another quick tasting here. And then in the next segment, we'll do drinking news and uh, throw back some beers and our final round of tequila. So uh, here we go. Final round of tequila palooza. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> tequila Adam, Adam has been busy pouring. <laughs> I love doing that because I know when you put palooza on the back of something, it really it's irritates just like, right? me. It, it does irritate me. <laughs> well, uh, well, Lollapalooza was a great, uh, it was a wonderful festival idea. Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction and several other interesting musicians got together and did that. And then every, you know, 
five and dime store would do the Sailor Palooza. Oh, come on, guys. Be a, <laughs> be a little more original than that, won't you please? Oh, Liliana, I'm so sorry. I Party spilled some of your one. tequila. <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know it would happen uh, this soon. So, all right, here we go. Tequila A from batch number three. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> yeah, this has this so, has a big it was synchronicity. I swear, God, I swear to God, Brianna, you and I are so like in tune when it comes I to know. this stuff. That's why that's why we we've become such good tequila drinking buddies because I'll taste one and it's the first thing I'll say to my wife, I, I can't wait for Brianna to taste this. She's gonna love it, you know. Uh so this one I will say um, on the nose reminds me more of a whiskey or a bourbon than rich whiskey down yeah, right yeah, than, than some of the others thing. and it may well have been I don't know which one this is but it may well have been matured in bourbon casks that could be part of the reason for that but uh, mm, it's a wonderful wonderful flavor on the nose you know the original barrels were all from uh, France um, but now they're getting yeah, they come Mexico, from they, yeah, the place, yeah. even from uh, Napa. This is very different. Yeah, right, because there's a lot of uh, wine barrels from Napa that are making their way. This is delicious. It's very different mm. from the other tequilas. This is a lot tried. more oh, wow. delicate than the nose would mm -hmm. have you believe. Mm -hmm. Great right. taste. From the nose, you're kind of expecting a, a real a real bomb here, <laughs> like a real uh, you mm -hmm. know heavy duty. I was uh, like, am I gonna get a tequila no. hug? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's actually incredibly smooth mm -hmm. and delicious. It is delicious. I like this very much. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Well, can I just pat myself on the back here for having the idea to do this show? <laughs> you need to pat oh, yourself on the back for having this particular. <laughs> I think we're all uh, we're all enjoying that. That's... Right, and thank you for calling me the other day and asking me to join. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so we're all we all seem to have liked that one. Let's move to tequila number B <coughs> in our uh, in our segment here. So we go, Liliana, and one more. And uh, there's no way to do this except for passing them around. So one day we'll get a tequila dispenser where we just hold out our cup and it automatically fills it. <laughs> it we'll just get like a tequila hookah where it, yeah, it pours it down the middle. Yeah, and it, it all comes out straw. into each, uh, each straw, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Mm. So I will say... Um, you know the you know those big glasses they give you at the dueling piano bars mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. musicians' souls go to die? You yes. You put a whole bunch of straws in it. I smell yeah. caramel. Yes, I got car oh, caramel yes. and agave on the on the nose. Um, this is I like this one too. Me too. It smells so good. <laughs> man, oh man. This one smells better than the first one for sure. You know, if I were to sum up this show so far in a, a phrase that roughly uh, will sort of you know encapsulate things that I've learned from Ian, it would be tequila good. Tequila good. Yeah. You know, I try to cut straight to the chase of things. Mm -hmm. This is smoky. I appreciate that about you. It is smoky, but not in a mezcal kind of smoky way. Mm -hmm. But a little dry, though. Mm -hmm. A little mm -hmm. dry. Mm. That's freaking delicious is what that is. Oh. Okay. Oh, lingering aftertaste on yes, that. Yes, very much so. I'm like, did you pick any bad tequilas uh, to try to prank us, Cruz? Like, what? Listen, What's happening here? They all came one from of my bar. Is be 
One of these is going to be Malort, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if it was? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, he might have as many tequilas as I have. I don't know about but that. But let me tell you the difference. In my tequila shrine, all the bottles are closed. In his, they're, they're all, all open. open. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it, it, one of the reasons I like getting into cigars and, and to spirits is because um, you collect them, but they don't collect forever. Eventually, you burn them or drink them, you know? And it's not like having, you know, beanie babies or something that just start stacking up. You know and, what I mean? And I learned, <laughs> well, let me tell you, I learned the hard way that if you don't drink them, they, right. they evaporate. Yeah, eventually oh, yeah. they become oh, yeah. alcohol. Yeah, Especially yeah, I know. if you don't keep uh, them in a dark area. Right. They're not like wines that are completely sealed. Mm -hmm. So I dug number B, but let's move to tequila C. C. Especially if you don't keep them in a dark area. Liliana, mm -hmm. it sounds like I need to come over and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you Explore guys your be, collection. I have a feeling you guys would be dangerous. Brianna would be like, why isn't this one open? Why isn't this one open? <laughs> you know, so I, I can't do what you do with my whiskeys because my wife, like, let me put it this way. She can't leave something new unopened. Yeah, she if wants to get, open it up. Yeah. If we get dish soap before we're done with the last mm -hmm. one. She'll I'll have two one. bottles of dish soap on it. Like, My wife's like, that way with toothpaste. She's, she's never like, finished a tube of toothpaste <laughs> in her life. Yeah. Maybe, maybe someday they will be worth a lot of money. Let me tell you, my husband went to get me the bottle that I brought uh, as specs, and yep. he saw a bottle of whiskey, I think it's, I don't know, 30 years old, for 35 thousand oh, yeah. dollars oh, wow. is it being mm -hmm. sold can I don't, you imagine i don't think that holds for toothpaste though i think that uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. right now uh, right now in my bathroom drawer i have one full thing of crest and four like almost dead ones i i have to like if i bring something home that i don't want to open i have to specifically say do not open this mm -hmm. one and i'll see her Ooh. eyes straying towards it uh, from time I, to time. I will just say that one of the things I try to do whenever I bring a spirit home that we're going to have on the show is I try to make sure that Ian doesn't have to go through that process of removing the cellophane from the top, <laughs> which can sometimes take a little while. Oh, you know? yeah. I don't, right, right, yeah. you, I don't you want him to have to stress with me. that. Yeah, so uh, here's another tequila I just absolutely love. What Still is amazing. this? It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. What did, did you detect mm. in the... In this aroma, one? yeah. I I didn't get as much on the nose, mm, no. but on the palate, it's very oaky, some chocolate, um, smooth, smooth, very, very smooth. smooth. <laughs> this show is reminding me how much I love tequila. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Mm. Okay, I'm digging that. As my buddy Pat would say, I'm digging that killer big time. Um, <laughs> That that's just absolutely wonderful. Okay, I'm gonna have a this hard gonna time. Be a, yeah, this I'm gonna have a hard time with this uh, with this tasting. Yeah, this is so. gonna, this one's gonna be hard. Adam, please give us a, a sucky tequila. <laughs> or we're, right? just, so we, we're just liking them more the and more because well, that you know. could be. Where's the Jose Cuervo Blanco? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta mix it up here. Oh, that could be. That could be. No blancos here. No, not, <laughs> not today. See, why don't I see any worms on the bottom of these? Yeah, no worms. Somebody asked me that the other day. What's the mezcal with the worm in the bottom? I'm like, I don't even remember. Who cares? Yeah, right. <laughs> I can tell you. You know I love history. Yes. Well, right, because there is history here. Yeah. It gives that authenticity because mm -hmm. the agaves, are uh, they have parasites from moths. They mm -hmm. lay their eggs there on the tip of the leaves, 
and also on the roots. And those are moths or butterflies. Mm -hmm. So the worms on the tip are white and the ones from the root are red. And there are delicacy actually. They also are sold in no, Oaxaca in, delicacy. Mm -hmm. in tacos. Yes. All I know is that they I died had no happy. No idea. That's all I know. They died happy. Well, thank you for giving me the time. No, to I'm glad tell you, you said that because the only time I've ever tasted it was, from what I remember, in bad tequila. No, tequila too. has never had a worm. Right, only right. Mezcal. It's only mezcal with it. They don't have okay, a worm. Maybe so. that was it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so this is interesting. Much more agave forward. Not uh, very much a different profile than the first three. I'm not loving the nose smell. Mm -mm. Nose is weird. It's really weird. I wouldn't even think it's a tequila. <laughs> it's very peppery, but there's another flavor in there I can't it's quite got identify. A pungent kind of thing going on. Mm -hmm. And remember that a lot of new companies and everything. I don't know if they take shortcuts or. They might not follow the whole process, and we have to, you know, keep an eye on that. I feel mm. like I would be really interested in seeing the distilling process yes. for tequila. We'll organize a tour. Yeah, because <laughs> I like lear I'm learning about that in school right I'm, now. I'm going with her. Distilling. Whenever she goes, that's mm -hmm. when I want to go. And just, like, the details behind it. What exactly mm -hmm. are they trying to extract? What are they putting in it to absorb within to get those flavor profiles that you guys are tasting okay. like let me just that. stop you for a second you're studying mathematics and engineering when did distilling become a part of your studies chemical engineering yeah. oh right chemical right. engineers okay. Okay. we run right. power plants <laughs> i mean okay. you know right. we work yep. at all the gas and gotcha. i yep did you raise your hand and go excuse me when do we get to the uh, uh tequila part <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what i would be doing we're in what's zoom your, university so no your, raising yeah, hands <laughs> you just put on the cat filter and <laughs> call it a day right uh, ian what's your take on this one uh, it's a very pungent nose uh, i get a lot of like a salt water tang from it mm -hmm. you finally define it i couldn't it yeah, is a saltwater tang. Me, it took me a minute to figure out what it was, but it's a saltwater kind a of little, tang. Like it's a little Galveston-y. You know, the, like yeah, <laughs> when you're when you're uh, near the ocean, you get that saltwater kind of mm -hmm. tang in your mm -hmm. palate because it's just in the air. It very much has that. Uh, Ian, I'm not mm -hmm. entirely sure that I like it. Yeah, but it's but different. It's interesting. Ian, let's let's start with you. Four, three, two, one. Uh, let's see. I haven't even done that yet. Uh, let's. I, I'm gonna go with uh, four is D, the one that we just tried, yeah. the Galveston -y one. Three is B. Okay. And the two and one are tough for me because mm -hmm. I really, really like both of those. But I think, I think I'm gonna go C for two. And. Uh, and A for one, one is uh, A. All right. What about you, Liliana? Okay, I got A as my number one. A is your number one. Okay. Mm -hmm. on my number two is B. Number two is B. So just and slightly then different. C was my uh, the number three, and mm -hmm. the least one I like was, was the last one D. D. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very good, Brianna. Yeah. So my number one was C. My number two was A. My number three was B, and my number four was D. So, uh, now, you're saying, yeah, okay, right. C was your favorite, D was your least favorite yes. of the bunch. Uh, mine is exactly the same as Brianna's. Wow! <laughs> We're just What's right in sync. Yeah, What's no surprise here. here. Uh, yeah, my, my least favorite was D, although I would love to try it 
in a setting where we weren't doing all the other tastings and see what it was like just on its own, you know? You can't get rid of the salt uh, water after taste. Right. Uh, and, then, and then B, uh, you know, was terrific. It would B would have been number one in some of the other uh, groupings, I think. Uh, um, B and... B and A for me were, or I'm yeah. sorry, C and A for me were very tough. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, but, uh, we had our switch. C was just, <laughs> C was just fantastic. So it's my number one, and A was too. So all right, we all seem to like A. Adam, what was bottle A? Interesting. I have enjoyed there have been I've spent many nights at home enjoying this one. <laughs> I have about half a bottle of that I'm left in my not house. Not at all surprised, just in case anyone doesn't know what that looks like. Ian, and by the way, if you, Patron makes great tequila just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their uh, silver is great for margaritas, but if you are looking to sip a uh, tequila, do not overlook their Añejo because yeah. it is really fantastic. I would have, have never picked that to there. drink and yeah. buy and sip on. Mm-hmm. I usually like totally steer away it. from the Patron. No, I, I, I get it, but it's totally <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it. So, okay, great stuff. They have good stuff. All right, that was good. So that was tequila A. What was tequila B? Frida. Frida. Oh, I love this tequila. Not surprised I love uh, that. This has been in my bar for a long time, and I've had to actually force myself to leave this little bit in the bottom so that we could Mm -hmm. have it on uh, today's show. Can I get the NOM? Yeah, Yeah, on the Frida? Mm Mm-hmm. And by the way, just in case one four six five. Just in case you haven't watched the movie about Frida, you need to watch it for two reasons. Number one, she was a remarkable woman. Number two, Salma Hayek. Need I say more? Salma <laughs> Hayek is amazing. No, the other important thing to do is to go to Casa Azul. Mm-hmm. Which was her house right, in Mexico right. City, and now it's a beautiful. Have you been there? Mu- yes. Oh, my God. oh, it's so wonderful. I would wonderful. love to see it. I would yes. love to see it. She and she new- has a she had a beautiful <clears throat> cactus garden that uh, the government has kept very nicely. Oh, that's very cool. Oh, that's she weird. was an amazing woman, and she never sang "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina," which I <laughs> will regard as a check mark in her favor as well. All right, tequila C. Brianna and I both picked this as our favorite. I think this wow. Alamo. El Amo. This is so interesting because mm-hmm. I, I've had, uh, for a while, there was a promotion going on with this mm-hmm. at Specs, and you would buy it in the box, and it would have the little baby tequila next to it. Yeah. And I <laughs> bought a number of these. And I will say that the El Amo Reposado is my go-to for margaritas. And one of the reasons is because you can get it very inexpensively in the big container, and I like a pretty heavy hand when I make uh, margaritas, <laughs> and it's really quite That's good. That's a beautiful presentation. It and is, look at the little it's agave. It's got the little agave on the front. Ian, yeah. show that and to uh, well, I, I don't I, think I have seen it before, too. don't it, know if I would have guessed yeah. it would rank this high. You know what? agave um, dongle. El amo uh-huh. means? Uh, uh, el amo like is, uh, el is, patron, is, right. the owner, right. the, the right. boss, right. el amo, el the owner of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all yeah. that. All right, wow. So tequila D was not as highly rated. In fact, did we all pick D as our fourth choice? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. Yeah, we so. did. So D was oh <laughs> that is so interesting. We, oh, we had because that because we loved this. Yeah. We had this when you were on the show before, right? Uh, what in the uh, yeah. world? <laughs> so this is one of the more unique. Uh, again, we loved this when we had it on the show. I think we liked the presentation. I, I think I've maybe we were. Sometimes yeah. we drink with our eyes. We were maybe swayed by the presentation because I have been loving that. Tequila Torero. Tequila Torero. Yes. 
I've never had. Have I had this with you guys? I don't I'm think so. I'm not sure you have because. Uh, uh, How cool is that bottle? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's so it's cool. It's just a no beautiful. What. It's beautiful. Uh, uh, yeah. But again, that's something we need to warn the consumers the about. Well, that's right. Don't, Don't get be swayed, swayed by, by right. the or that, by uh, uh, the celebrity that is right, endorsing right. certain mm-hmm. tequilas and paying two hundred dollars for a bottle that right, is worth exactly. thirty five. Mm-hmm. That, what does a bottle right. of this go for? I think it was around forty seven, forty eight dollars. Uh, you know, we liked it last time. We weren't trying it next to a whole bunch of right. other. Uh, tequilas at the same time um and that's that can help sometimes too but i would say if you're gonna buy one for the bottle that's a good one to buy this is yeah. a pretty awesome one for decoration for but also look at the volume don't you get less i think it's the polio? same i think the it's, same? It's, I think they, they it's 750 milliliters it's a lot wider yeah uh, it should say on there but i think yeah, so it says net content 750 mil yeah so it's the wow. same as one of these other mm. models it just uh, looks a little different all right very interesting segment we have uh, more tequilas to taste and a couple of beers and we got drinking news so we got a lot to do before the show is over. Stay with us at Smoking and Toast. I'm having a tequila crowding problem over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but you can. We will continue So, what is that? You guys were like, oh, we love this bottle, but it's like. <clears throat> Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. The show where Ian is getting crowded by bottles of tequila. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the worst problem I've had. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Welcome back. We are all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. Uh, today we are definitely about uh, tequila as we do our tequila blind taste test. And our special guests are uh, Brianna Andres. And I almost called you Brianna Adams. You're, uh, I know. You're, uh, it's been uh, almost three name, years. But you've been married for almost three years. Yep. Wow. That's pretty exciting. And, of course, uh, Liliana Rodriguez is here with us, our resident tequila expert which we're going to keep calling her anyway until she refuses to come on because uh, <laughs> she tries to claim that she's not a tequila expert and I'm like duh come on you're you're an expert come on let's do this uh, it's time ladies and gentlemen for something that I don't think we were doing this the last time you were on Liliana uh, but it's become a sort of a uh, uh, I don't know sort of a popular segment on the program we a call it a fan favorite we call it drinking news drinking news drinking news now it's time for drinking news, drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. A Florida man with one arm said he had a gator for a pet. When I asked about his absent arm, he said, uh, I had to take my gator to the vet. Drinking news, <laughs> drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. Cheers, y'all. Uh, today's drinking news is uh, not, unfortunately, a Florida man story, although we have plenty of those for drinking news. But as Ian pours our uh, beers and we continue to drink, let me tell you about a British man. And by the way, we uh, <clears throat> on drinking news, these we feature stories that we believe to be true. They were printed somewhere that got a seems story to be, and I swear it's right, true. Seems to be a somewhat <laughs> reputable uh, site that we get, you know, that we get these from. We get yes, them from all the over. Weekly World News. Yeah, you know, see, that's the thing. <laughs> this is not about President Biden visited by an alien. No, it's not that. Uh, what we're what we're doing is stuff that appears somewhere legitimate. It may or may not be a story about drinking, but it's usually a story that's best enjoyed when you have been uh, drinking. <laughs> so, a British man who wanted to give his friend a birthday he'd never forget. One for Adam. 
ordered something custom built for him that may be one of the greatest birthday pranks ever. The order was put through the steel fabricator Latham Steel Doors, who admitted that it was one of the weirdest requests they'd ever received. <laughs> the workshop said that after confirming that there were no bad intentions behind the, pra the prank, they decided to satisfy the request as it would cheer up the staff and the birthday boy after the past year of lockdown. Plus, business has been slow because of the pandemic and quite frankly, they needed the work. <clears throat> the birthday gift in question, and you can go ahead and put the photo up, Adam. The birthday gift in question was a custom built steel Seven foot tall penis. Seven foot tall. The customer's specifications for the designers made the whole order even more interesting. They said the order must be as follows. At least seven feet tall and delivered outside the house surreptitiously to ensure maximum visibility and embarrassment. <laughs> Self-standing. These I'm are still shock. the orders. Self-standing and thick enough to make it difficult to get rid of. Welded to make it difficult to take apart and engraved with a happy birthday message. <laughs> Wrapped with enough polystyrene balls so that when opened, they'd have to clean up that too. And galvanized so they could keep it in their garden if they wanted to. <laughs> this is a true story. Uh, no word so far on whether the seven foot long ding dong has taken up per permanent resident in the birthday boy's garden, but you got to admit, it would at least scare away the birds. Man, that's kind of a dick move. <laughs> I hope you guys saw the picture. I oh, did. Wow. <laughs> drinking news, drinking news. That was time for drinking news. Cheers, y'all. <laughs> you know, I don't make these stories up, by the way. You know, so, I, so but you know, here's oh the thing. God. So nothing surprises me. But <coughs> I will tell sure. you the the. The most classic drinking news story was the guy with the penis growing out of his arm. Yeah, there That's, still hasn't been one better than that, has right. there? And apparently, when it comes to these stories, uh, stories, penises are just funny. There's something about it. There was remember the uh, the guy in the airplane that kept <laughs> flying around and making a penis shape with his flight pattern, oh. <laughs> just to like mess with air traffic controllers. Yeah, there's, there's it's the crudest form of humor. But, but, but there's funny. something there's something about the penis that's funny in a way that other sexual organs are not. I, you know, there is a cactus plant that is it's called the penis cactus. Is there really? You know, yeah, like I don't real? have it. I oh. don't have it <laughs> in my collection, but yeah, there okay. is. Well, and she's a cactus expert as well, so we know that she would she would know these I'm things. I'm a cactus enthusiast. Okay, enthusiast. <laughs> Aficionado expert. I'm just, just going to go there. Ian, what you poured us here is uh, something special from St. Arnold. It's one of their limited releases, and uh, it is a uh, pretty interesting beer. Why don't you tell us what the bottle says? Uh, mm. Diving into darkness, you can get insight into your potential. Allow the absence of light and truly find mm. what it means to have it. With commitment, we pushed our limits. We start by brewing an immense, rich, imperial stout with massive amounts of flavor and aromatic qualities. After fermentation, the beer rests for three months before a tasteful amount of Madagascar vanilla beans is added for an extra layer of complexity. Um, this beer is ridiculous. In the best possible In way. absolutely yeah. every every yeah. possible way. Yeah. First it off, the nose on it mm -hmm. will assault you in, in fantastic <laughs> ways. Will hit you in the head. Yes, mm -hmm. it pretty much does hit you over the head, like right off the bat. Mm -hmm. There's a smokiness. It's very smoky, um, yes. Uh, uh, to this, there's uh, 
I, I want to just pour this over barbecue. It like, feels like not, it would be a great thing to marinate in. Yeah, it? <laughs> it's not sweet like a barbecue yeah. sauce, but it does have some sweetness. It also has a, a dryness to the finish. And, uh, Use it for some ribs. The, the vanilla, the you hint of vanilla is, is, is like... That's, it's more than a hint. It's so, also... 13.4%. 13.4, yeah, so I knew you would like this. So, you know, there's a little bit of maybe Homerishness in this for me, but, like, I'm so proud that this was brewed, like, right where we live. Like, this is, yes. you know, you often hear about some of the brands, the beer brands that, you know, if you're a beer geek like I am, that are associated with doing these kinds of brews. And, you know, many of them are in Oregon and Washington right, State. Right. Try getting your hands and, on right, Pliny the Elder and exactly. things like that. But, man, for a beer this amazing to be brewed right across the street. You know, I you know? have to assume that, like, as many beer geeks as we all know that, like, go search out beers that you can't get here, I have to assume that people really, really try to... Um, to search out these St. Arnold beers in other states. I sure hope know? so, because we, you know, we feature a number of them because we're proud to be, uh, you know, to be uh, here in the same city as St. Arnold. Well, I will tell you this: if you're somebody, I'm still waiting to get my hands on a fresh Pliny the Elder. So if they have it where you are, I'll send you some of this if you'll send me a couple of bottles of Pliny. That's, so just, now that's yeah, a deal. Yeah, just just figure it out because we will do it. It's absolutely good. All right, uh, this is by the way still available. I was just in specs yesterday, and uh, this is still on the shelf though. I think only for a limited time. So if you are in the uh, Texas area, you may it still be able to like find it. Also has like a dark cherry sour mm -hmm. almost to the very mm -hmm. finish mm -hmm. of it as well. What do you think of this? Uh, it's a little too rich for it's me. I, rich, I don't think yeah. I could get two, but one. It, it, but one, it, it sure. tastes great. Yeah, now, I was going to say, this isn't two of them for lunch type of a beer. <laughs> and, and, you know, I have a friend, uh, Bobby Gonzalez. He's watching us, and um, he has um, a tank at San Arnold's name after him. Oh, Gonzo. oh cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the tanks at St. Arnold? Yeah, Gonzo. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. It just still reminds me of my favorite Cheers episode. Where George becomes the beer taster in his first day at work, <laughs> he walks out with a lab coat up to one of the tanks and just hugs it. That's <laughs> awesome. That's uh, awesome. All right, it's tequila time. Do a little palate cleanse because that was a pretty big beer. Yeah. Uh, yes. That beer was great. I would have mm -hmm. that with a brownie mm -hmm. with dessert. <laughs> it almost feels like it has. A brownie. I, I was going to mention. Mm -hmm. I've had that beer a few times before, and um, I think the last one that I had was with this was with a uh, Fernandez Ruination. Oh, I bet that was good. And uh, because I, I picked out the cigar and I thought, mm, what am I going to drink? What with will go with this? this? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. And, and wow. Just for for if you don't know a lot about cigars, the AJ Fernandez Ruination is big. It's, like, it's it is, named Ruination for yeah, a reason. Yeah, it's like yeah. if if a regular cigar is a uh, pencil, this is a sledgehammer. Yeah. Oh wow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's for Magnitudes. real. It is, it is for real. All right. Okay. This is going to be our final round of four uh, tequilas, and this is tequila A. Oh, you know, I just did something that really illustrates something interesting. If you are trying something on the nose, I went up to this and put my nose in it, and I you know, took a big sip or a big sniff, and I wasn't getting much, and then I remembered that. I didn't have my mouth open. Yeah. So I opened my mouth and did it again and boom, here came the uh here came the aromas and the flavors. So definitely some agave, a little bit of sweetness on the nose. Ooh, and there it is. 
almost reminds me of a rum in some ways. It's got a little of that. Especially the smell and the yeah, taste, yeah. like the way those profiles a, went, a work together. A little of that, right. Uh, almost like not sugar sweetness, but almost like sugar cane sweetness. Yeah. If there's a, a difference, I, I get a little bit of that on the palate. Some I actually vanilla. just wrote down right while you were saying that. I put sweet, raw sugar kind of finish. And you could even see, like, the viscosity of right. it. Is a it's little it clinging to the glass a little. Yeah, yeah. see, it's a that's little something thicker. we didn't do. We should, right. but, and we didn't thin. have time. But yeah, <laughs> the viscosity in here is thicker, so I can yeah. tell. All that right. It's... So should I have gone with less tequilas? Should we have done like, you know, ten? Never. Okay. Thank you, Brianna. <laughs> this, this is why I love this. Less, less I can't vote against your <laughs> daughter-in-law, but. Mm. I think it depends on what you're going for. I it's think really for, good. for the fun of it. And, you know, we're being kind of brief with this. This is not sure. like, you know, for the Tequila Council or anything. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nothing we do here is official, ever. <laughs> you know, this is, just, this is just a couple of... Uh, My husband sometimes reminds me, Lily, Martha Stewart is not coming, so things are okay. <laughs> oh, that's so, so true. But, but I will say about this last tequila, that's a good thing. That's what Martha Stewart says, just in case you're wondering why I said that. Okay. Sorry. See, that was a reference. Mm, Nobody got sorry. it. Sorry. I'm that, getting crowded over here, just like you are. Is Martha Stewart, like, are people, not paying, people not paying attention to who she is now? Is she, like, no longer a pop culture she icon? she in trouble for a while? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't even uh, define her as a pop culture okay. icon. She was doing shows with Snoopy Dogg. I know. I know. She was. <laughs> Snoop Dogg totally did a show. with my, I, I didn't see it, but I saw a clip from it on YouTube. Oh, I haven't awesome. seen it either. But. It, it was like the cult, the biggest culture clash of all time, but it was awesome because yeah. of it. So. All right. Tequila. This is B. I need to make myself a um, note on A here. I don't I feel get like any. Right off the bat, you I'm saved the peppery ones uh, for last. Maybe. But I can't. I don't yeah. have a, a salsa in, mm. in this batch. The uh, salsa, you may, may remember, uh, Brie, we had a bottle of that salsa when we were mm -hmm. out in Los Angeles. The salsa añejo. That is like the biggest pepper bomb tequila oh, yeah. I've ever mm. had. It's good, but it's like, wow. We were making margaritas with that when we were in LA, mm. right? That was our margarita leader. We were doing a lot of things with that. When we were <laughs> I, I think making tequila, uh, margaritas with añejo tequila is a sin. <laughs> Generally speaking, we don't do it. But in this particular case, it was the only tequila we had, and we decided to go for it. So um, uh, I, was a, I was away from my, uh, from my normal bar. Uh, you're making a face on this one, Brianna. This nah. is not doing it for you. Not. Really? I like pepper I, bombs. I'm not a huge fan. Chili pepper. Mm -hmm. It overcomes mm -hmm. the flavors and the profiles yeah. that I like in a tequila. Right. I'm going to say something it. in here about this one. Okay. Apple. There is some apple it in there. It has like yes. a bright red apple mm -hmm. kind of thing going on right when you take the first sip of it. I need to try to find and that. where is that pepper <laughs> coming, coming from? Oh, I can the pepper is coming now. from everywhere. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it starts right at the lips. Like sometimes they start in the front of the palate. This one starts at the lips, and lasts yeah. for the whole experience. Really, <laughs> very oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I can smell right. the apple now that you said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a, it has a very distinctive to me. It has a very distinctive red apple right at the beginning of this, which is a little weird, but it's not bad tasting. All right, so see, that's what they say. 
when the experts are tasting the catadores, they can't talk to each other. They can hear each other right. because they are influenced. You, you can, well, each yeah, other. you definitely will influence. And sometimes, if someone points it out, you'll start to you'll start to look for oh, it. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but I'm no, not that, as that's experienced, true. so I'm like well, this tasting note profile. But honestly, me that's one identify. of the things that I tell people mm-hmm. when they're first starting to learn how to taste spirits or cigars and how to find the flavor. Yeah, it's just a different I, size I, cup. I don't know that I really oh, love that one. I really kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, it's a different size uh, cup, but one of the things I tell people is, if you're having trouble identifying, look at some of the reviews for whatever it is—a cigar that you're tasting, uh, a wine, or a tequila that you're tasting. Look for the flavors and aromas that the people who are writing that review say they find, and see if you can find them. It's a great way to begin to train your palate to identify things, which can wind up being a lot of fun and can really annoy people who come over to your house, which I also <laughs> like to do, because unless they're people that I really like, I'm hoping they don't stay too long. You know that, what I'm that's a very good <laughs> advice. Actually, mm-hmm. in the uh, wheel used by professionals, and they identify mm-hmm. all the different flavors, they say, look in your own home and identify all these different things and see. You can you can become familiar like. with the and different senses. A lot of times when we'll have someone on from like a, a whiskey company or a spirit company, they'll bring with them some of the basic flavors and, and things that you identify yeah, like, in, like chocolates in the whiskey. Or different, right. uh, exactly. Spices so that you can kind of like smell them and, and compare, compare them to compare? what you're getting. Yeah, oh, that's also, a great idea. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. What you getting here, Ian? Mm. <laughs> Always, uh, it's got this very warm, friendly agave on the nose. I like friendly agave. It's um, very good. Uh, van- and like just from the nose, vanilla and oak, like mm-hmm. right off the bat. There's no no doubts about. And, and very light, very light flavor. Yes, it has yeah. it has a very nice, uh, delicate kind of flavor. How, how to does it. this strike you, Brianna? And a little peppery on the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a little of the pepper. I think what's throwing me off is the bitter aftertaste. It isn't smooth all the way through for me. Right. The aftertaste is like it's bitter, or it's like tan- it's almost it's like it's tannic. Oaky right. astringency. Right. Yeah. It's, it's an astringency. You and I have a tendency to like things that really have a lot of that vanilla or maple on the finish. Yeah, I want it and to be this smooth. Doesn't all the way have that, through. so it's not quite as smooth of a, a mm-hmm. of a finish. But again, but again, it just depends on what. Be- Some people may think it's this a, is more true tequila. To the yeah. Right. It's the, a yeah. This is what people in Mexico will love. Really? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is and the so true is this flavor. Of is this more tequila. like dry? Like this is what you guys would does it, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, this is definitely dry. I mean, like just yeah. just stop taking a sip for a minute and breathing like your lips and everything and yep. feeling that go. immediately. This it would not surprise me, although I think this is really delicious, but it would not surprise me if you told me this wasn't an añejo, that it was a reposado or because it's got a little more of that sort of pure agave taste and a little more of the uh, astringency and dryness and a little less of that impacted by whatever barrel it was uh, aged in sort of vibe to it but uh, it's still quite good all right we have reached tequila d our last tequila of the day well it didn't have to be your last tequila of the day but it's the last one of the days of the tasting so here we go as we pe- these cups are cracking me up with these <laughs> me uh, too <laughs> with these little uh, tasting areas inside the middle so okay so final one 
this one is definitely oily. Look at that. Well, it sure is. And the color. Look at the color. It's, it's, it's very caramel little, color. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. The viscosity on this Interesting. is. Oh, beautiful! Look at that. It's Did, yeah. Do you it's, see the pearls or mm -hmm. or the legs? I do. It's beautiful. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that has the highest viscosity. Well, since mm -hmm. you and I started tasting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, very interesting. I've been looking at it. I just haven't commented A bit of agave <laughs> forward. Some nice uh, maple and vanilla on the finish. Ian? Mm. This, this is almost uh, a whiskey profile. Mm-hmm. Like, this is very whiskey uh, barrel whiskey forward, friendly. if you ask mm -hmm. me. Right, right. It's got a little more zip to it than some of them do on the on the front end especially. You kind of know you're drinking alcohol on this one, mm. you know? And unwelcomed tequila. Okay, so unwelcomed tequila. Interesting. <laughs> we were talking about that oaky dryness <laughs> on the last one. This one has that oaky dryness like the last one, but it's at the front of the palate and then finishes sweet. Mm -hmm. So it does almost the opposite of what our last... Now, another Taster. factor we have here to remember is this is too wide, the mouth. Right, right. It, we are we should have something like this, right? Right, right. So, but... So, well, let me just see what happens when I pour it into one of these. You want to try one yeah. of the Glencardin glasses? This is a slightly different, but that's a whiskey tasting glass. And this is a Riedel. Yeah. You know, interestingly mm. enough... You do lose a little bit of that just almost whiskey forward sort of vibe that you were getting when it was in the cup when you when you do this. Did really? Yeah, the agave is definitely more on the nose when you're drinking it. Fascinating. Here. Yeah. But see the agave has a uh, like a like a charred smokiness to it. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm All right, mm. gentlemen and ladies, let's okay. see uh, let's see what you liked best out of so this batch. Smoky. Uh, let's start with uh, Liliana. Okay, this one is my favorite on this, this group. The last the, one that we just yes, tasted. Yes, this D, okay. one. D. And mm -hmm. then next to that will be the A. I A, thought it was good agave mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. aromas and, and taste. Yeah. And then um, C will be right. number three. It was a little light, but mm -hmm. I like, and a little peppery, but, and then the last one to me will be B. Okay. It was, I, I even wrote in my notes, I don't like it very much. Ah, very interesting. <laughs> so that, that's, a, that's a really good though. I'm glad that you're, you're that upfront about it. Brianna. All right, so mine is, my number one is A. Mm -hmm. My number two is C. My okay. number three is B, and my number four is D. All right, very good. And Ian, you backwards, yeah. of course. I had a feeling. <laughs> like, straight backwards. So, uh, from A to D, four, three, two, one. From A to D, with A being your least favorite. Yes. And then uh, B, and then C, and then D was your absolute favorite. Yep. We agree again. We agree so, on yeah. every single favorite. So we agree on it's just so interesting because it just shows you. How different, but also similar palettes can be because Brianna and I always seem to be so close, and you guys always seem to be so close mm -hmm. in terms of so what you. I had a little tough one on assisting. that one between um, between C and D because I really like both of them, mm -hmm. and it's possible that I like uh, D better right now because it's actually in my hand. Right, it, there, <laughs> it does have the in the hand factor. 
I might have actually just a taste of seafood. And, and let me tell you, tell you something interesting. Um, they have uh, asked people to taste the, the same tequila and the different, different types glasses. of glasses. Mm -hmm. And they, it's different. They's different. And it's absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. Well, it, it certainly. I was shocked at how much it changed it, just pouring this one into this. I was going to say it changed the nose substantially mm -hmm. when I poured it in the Glencairn. Mm -hmm. Like a big difference in the nose. Uh, for mine, um, I would go with my number one was A. I thought it was spectacular. Me too. Uh, D was my number two. Uh, B, and then uh, C. With my, uh, with we're my close. For that. So yeah, we're close. Yeah. We have the same number ones, Chris. Adam, <laughs> let's yeah, and we've done that a number of times mm -hmm. today. Adam, let's do the reveal. What was A, which Brianna and I loved? Espanita. So we oh, had this. This yes. was actually on the show. What is? Was it last week? No, yeah. last week was Garrison Brothers. The last. Couple this was ago. the last tequila Espanita. we had. Yeah, last on week the show. I was Espanita. watching you. Yeah, and it was good. Now is that one that's new to you as well? Yeah. All right, you want, might want to get her the number off of that one too. Mm -hmm. That is, let's see, <laughs> one four six seven. All right, she will do the research and report back to us. Make sure all of these are uh, make sure all of these are worth it. All right, uh, B. Um, did anybody pick B high, or did everybody pick B a little that lower? That was my least. B was my number three. B was, was your number three. Four. Was your least favorite? Yeah. Was your number three? Was my We're number, like number three. three. So we d it didn't do as well. B was tres generones. Tres generaciones. Mm. So I this like is an interesting, them. yeah. But Gross. again, it just goes to show you how these blind taste tests are because we've had the same thing happen with beers and other things that we've we blind liked taste that on the tested. show too. And we did, and they have changed the bottle. It used to be the three older gentlemen, the three generations of tequila makers uh, from. Uh, and they're from the famous, company. and I used yes. to. I love the reposados. To yeah. me, the uh -huh. tres generaciones yeah. reposados is the best, but. Mm -hmm. I'm you know. shocked. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I love. That's the way these blind taste tests are. But they might also There's have changed owners. Well, they, they they may have. I know they changed the bottle yeah. for sure. Yeah. So they changed the bottle for mm -hmm. sure. All right, Adam. Uh, uh, tequila C was. Corigo. Corigo. Very interesting. All right. George so Strait. I'm going to tell you <laughs> this is interesting because I actually picked this last of my four. This is far and away. With the exception of, I don't know how much Liana's cost, but this is far and away the most expensive tequila we've tasted today. Yeah. That uh, was my number two. Yeah. So. It is more expensive than yes. the one I bought. But yeah. it isn't necessarily, I guess what it goes to show you is that the price doesn't necessarily affect uh, how, how good it is. In yeah. fact, one of my favorites that's going to make one of my top threes was a very inexpensive Añejo. And you know, I did a, a tequila tasting online yes, I with remember. George Strait. Yes, you did he that. He drinks yeah. it with ice. I, I, he drinks it with yeah. ice. Stop. Drink it how stop. you like it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is so like true. It's so true. Yeah. Drink it how you like it. Whatever yeah. makes it work. Well, I, I do really love that tequila. I didn't rank it as high here. But but I, I as you can tell, Ian, I'd already opened the bottle, and I enjoyed it immensely. In fact, I had to force myself uh, not I to I put it as my number two. Okay. That's my number okay. But it does just go to show you, it got beat I out by, I think, all of us by at least one other tequila that was probably half as and, and I even yeah. mentioned it. Number two and number one were pretty close to each other in my. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe here. the Espanita was $40. That was over 100 
Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. You and then see, is that's this what the a celebrity does? Endorsement. Yeah. That's, right. that's exactly that's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Is the specs are the, is that the bottle design or is that minerality within the tequila? That's um and by the way, it does come in one of those shoots. It's part you know. of the glass. I but think yeah, that's, yeah, that's the glass. The glass. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I was like, I'm concerned glass. about what's I almost bought. I, I picked this up at Specs <laughs> What she's week. talking about is if you look super close at the glass on this uh, Conigo. It has the dots. You see the dots? You'll see little air bubbles in the glass right, itself. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's, it's the glass design. It might be hand-blown glass. We don't know. Yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah, we no, that's research fine. It more. I was just concerned about if those were speckles, speckles in, the uh, in the tequila. No, right. Because yeah. no. I'm like, that's a yeah. lot of, that's a heavy minerality. I will say, which by the I way didn't that pick up on my tasting. So notes. I picked that up this week at Specs. They also had a Specs like Cask Select uh, Codigo um, Añejo, but I didn't get it because I thought if this like scores really high, I want people to be able to go buy this one. <laughs> How much yeah. is the cast? It, it was like maybe ten dollars more than this one, so I, it, it I was will, expensive. But I'll not. tell you, uh, I I like that one. I like this one a lot. I would be interested in trying that cast select it if might, you want to buy it. It might be uh, <laughs> if I want to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was only like hundred and fifteen dollars. I'm only like thirty five dollars interested, yeah, so I'll I pitch understand. in if you want. I, I love the disclaimer he put in there. <laughs> we could always uh, we could always put it together. All right, one more tequila to review. What was Tequila D? Classic 1800. Classic that's the one 1800. I yeah, 1800. <laughs> it's on funny. That's that the was one my I, last. That, that was my second favorite. In <laughs> that this was patch, my yeah. favorite, and I didn't. I was blinded, right? Yeah. I well, what? Know. That's why it's a. That's yeah. why it's a. So this is 1800 on Yeho, 100% agave. So um, help me, Liliana, with uh, Jose Cuervo. Yeah. What does it mean when one of their tequilas is 1800? Because this. I've had 1800 that it seems like it's a step above the regular Jose Cuervo, but it's certainly not as good as this. Yeah, what, well, is it just a marketing thing? It's a marketing it's a thing, marketing thing. Okay, and remember, yeah. the Cuervo family doesn't own the distillery anymore, right? Yeah. Right, it well, has changed. So, do we know who owns it now? Uh, I don't, but I, I can research that as well, I will research the other okay. NOMs and I can That'd send you a report. Know. That'd be good to know. And I'd like mm-hmm. to speak now, if I could, directly to the current owners of the Jose Cuervo Distillery. If you guys <laughs> mess up Reserva say. de la Familia, I'm coming for you. Me too. And so <laughs> is my friend. Um, uh, and now, of course, I can't think of the guy's name. So my friend Ian. No, I was thinking of, uh, uh, what's his name, the actor who's like, I will find you. Mm-hmm. And I will kill you. Okay. Liam Neeson, thank you. My buddy Liam Neeson is coming <laughs> okay, for you. Okay, I have an announcement. <laughs> okay. Please blame it on my age. Okay. I did research 1800 a little bit. Oh, okay. The new owner is, and the founder of 1800 is named Juan Domingo Beckman. Juan Domingo Beckman? Yeah. From the Beckman. But the, the maestro tequilero, yeah. the one that is in charge of overseeing the whole process, his name is Alejandro Coronado. And I know okay. Alejandro Coronado has been with Cuervo for okay. a well, number of years. That sounds like a guy who knows tequila. I'm yes. not sure about Beckman. And please Beckman. forgive me for not really oh. knowing no, right Liana, away. Please, I, come on. You're, you're, you know so much more about tequila than all of us in the room combined. Right? I mean, come on. Uh, let me just tell you, though, uh, Mr. Mr. Beckman, uh, I, 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 I don't know what you're 
story is and why you're involved, but just do not mess up my Reserva de la Familia. Even if you keep making it more expensive, at least keep making it as good as it is. Because that's like that's a special thing. That's that's sacred. That's divine. That's all I'm trying yeah. to say. So so this has been great fun. We're going to take a very quick break. It's been a long show, but uh, it's it's deserved to be this long. And we're going to take a very quick break, and we will come back and reveal each of us our three favorites of the day. And I'm still a little undecided on uh, what three my three favorites. are. I three know. favorites of the day. I yeah. already got him. Three favorites. Oh, oh of course I she does. Go, yeah. yeah, she tries to tell us she's not an expert, but she's got it. She's got it already taken care of. We'll be right back with our final results. It's smoking and toasting. Welcome back. It's smoking and Toastin'. We are so thrilled to have you here for show number 231. We are all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. We are brought to you by MyCigarShirts.com. Cigar shirts available on the web, and they're awesome at MyCigarShirts.com because cigars. cigars. Yes. Uh, a couple of uh, quick things. The first is that this is completely unrelated to anything, uh, but my wife just texted me a, a little notice of something I did not know, and I just have to mention it because it's awesome. Um, My Octopus Teacher, the documentary film on Netflix, uh, was one of the Oscar winners this year. And if you have not seen it, it is one of the most amazing and mesmerizing documentaries you will ever watch. Highly recommended. I recommend it to you guys, I know. Yep, you, you recommended it. it to me and Adam, and we watched it, and um, I cried. It, I was going to say, it, <laughs> it will was make you amazing. cry. If you can believe that a documentary about a guy and an octopus will make you cry, <laughs> this does. I mean, it's it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. So uh, it was just my quick recommendation. It won an Oscar. It deserved it. Check it out. Okay, so this is where the rubber meets the road, guys. It's the three uh, favorites that all four of us have chosen. And I want to start with my tequila buddy, Brianna. Oh, man. So give me number three, number two, and number one in that order. Okay. Your third favorite of the day was, and by the way, I just want to point out, this is the most empty cups we've ever had on any smoking and toasting show ever. <laughs> They're just everywhere. We look like it's an aftermath of take a, us a while frat to clean party. Up. <laughs> this is worse than hanging out with Jeremiah Butler. I mean, it's, it's pretty serious, so... All right, Brianna, number three. All right, so my number three, my out of all of them, was A from Four, which I didn't write down the name. A from Four, a which from was? Four was a, uh, sorry, es, es, Espanita. 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 Okay. Espanita. All right, so Ian, show us Espanita, just so we, it's right there, the tall one. Uh, so that's it, Espanita, Brianna's number three. All right, My number, number two. two was Socorro. Socorro, which was another tall one. Uh, which was? <laughs> Are you about to unleash the uh, Hulk on me? There, yeah. uh, that's it's Socorro? right there, Ian. Uh, I don't know where yeah. anything right is. There. That's Socorro. I don't know. Okay. I have way so, too many bottles Espanita, over here. Espanita, Socorro, and your number one, Brianna. And my number one is Carrera. Carrera, which is uh, very interesting. There it is. Uh, it's the kind of square-sided one uh, right over there. That one, I don't know if it's like, you know, fr- first impressions stick with you. Mm-hmm. I don't but... know where it went. It may have disappeared. Brianna may have tucked it away in her bag. So she <laughs> it uh, I'm not sure. But, uh, Adam, Adam yes. has it. It was a, it was a kind of a square-sided bottle. It yeah, Wait. so it's coming back over. Just want to show everybody uh, the bottles on mm-hmm. our top threes because these are ones that you might want to go in yeah, I don't know and if, check out. Yeah, first impressions stick with you. 
and so, leave a imprint, but this one certainly did. So it when was we, amazing. When we had that tequila on the show, uh, Ian and I actually did a side-by-side with the Reposado and the Añejo, and the Reposado was quite good as well. So uh, so very good. All right, Ian, you're next, my brother. I'm just running out of room over here. All yeah. right. So... Um, <laughs> Don't spill too much tequila on your mini me. This was, <laughs> this is, this is, this was a That's tough one. Um, uh, I don't. The order is a little tough on this, but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with my knee jerk reaction. Okay. Okay. Three, That's two, one. Uh, Mi agave number three. Mi agave. That was such a good tequila. Oh, uh, love it. I think Adam has love that it. one yeah. over there. Uh, That's the one. That's or, the uh, round bottle oh, with right the here. dark black label. Yep. Uh, and you can tell we haven't. I mm-hmm. haven't drank much of that at home, so right. You didn't like that one. <laughs> Clearly, was not oh, a favorite. All right, uh, number two, three? Padrone. The Padrone. Padrone uh, and yeah, that was so Man. good. Was so good. I'm not Super surprised. Super delicious. The classic Padrone bottle shape. Very good. And All number right. one for me was uh, Casa Noble. Casa Noble. And do we still have that bottle? Uh, I think Adam, Adam has may it. have that one back again. So. Uh, let's make sure we're showing it off. Thank you, Adam. And this one, obviously, we haven't had much of at home either. So, uh, <laughs> Casa Noble Añejo. That's a good tequila. Casa Noble. It really is. Now, what I'm interested to see here is uh, every number one for every segment I've matched with uh, Liliana. So, I'm wondering what her number <laughs> one is. Okay. All right, Liliana, I guess it's your turn. Number three. Number three, Mia Gave. Mia Gave. That, that was your number three. That was three, my number it? three. Yeah, all right. Very good. Uh, my number two was uh, Casa Noble. Casa Noble. Now, was that your number one? That was my Ian? number one, yeah. All right, so so let's show the Mi Agave again just to, because yeah. that's a really good tequila, and we all love that, and uh, and that did very well Mi with agave, everybody. Casa, Casa Noble. Casa Noble, and your number one. My number one was Patron. Patron, there it is. Oh, we got, we got yeah. those, so we just those, we got so the same list, though. you and Ian, yeah. very, <laughs> very close. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, well, this shouldn't surprise you, but my list is going to bear some resemblance <laughs> to Brianna's. We were, we're expecting. My, my number three was the Espanita, which Espanita. Oh, man, I wish there was more of that left than there is. Uh, that's that's really good. My number two was the one that actually surprised me the most of the whole tasting was the El Amo. Uh, the El Amo was number two for my tasting. Which and one I'm was that? Thrilled to report that that will have a uh, 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 segment three. Of the segment three. Yeah. C of segment three. C of segment that three. one just rocked me for whatever reason. And my number one was Socorro. Socorro, which is also, was that your number one, Brie? That was my number two. Your number two. So, mm-hmm. so you and I had two out of our three yeah. the same. Carrera was my number one. And you I guys were, one. and I, I love that too. You guys were almost identical, actually, uh, you and <laughs> Ian. So, so what I think that can demonstrate pretty clearly that is we that, have taste and you. That's exactly where I was headed. No, but, but just how just how much taste can, can differ? Yeah, absolutely. But the people who like similar things and who gravitate towards similar profiles and similar tastes ha- do have a tendency to like many of the same things. But that's so. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I no, that's why I don't. Again, I don't recommend people to do these. These no. And the best way to establish your favorite tequilas is to start trying different brands, yeah. and right. you buy the little samples. Right, you can buy that, the smaller sem- bottles. Yeah, the smaller bottles, and you expand your palate, and then you Although, can determine. Expanding the palate, and and like that's one of the reasons we talk about what we're tasting. We talk about our tasting notes. 
uh, and we share what we're experiencing with it. Because even though we can influence, you know, oh, I taste apple or I taste whatever in this, even though we can influence that, like these are things if they sound appealing to you. I did that because I said apple. If they sound appealing to you, um, <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> Well, then that's that's a great way to go. Okay, I like the sound of that pr- flavor right. profile. Exactly. Maybe I'll go try Maybe that. Maybe that's a good one for me to try. Another thing I would recommend if you're going out for Cinco de Mayo and the place that you're going for Cinco de Mayo does tequila flights. That's a wonderful way to get just yeah. a small Amazing. taste of different kinds. Begin to like set up what your uh, what your uh, palate likes the most. And I can't say this enough. Find out whether it's just listening to us here on the show, or find out uh, places where you can read where people are offering tasting notes. They say, "When I tasted this, here's what I got." Try that yourself and see if you get those same things. You might or you might not, but it'll help you begin to identify uh, different flavors well, and, and stuff. As so. as Liliana started to say at the beginning of the show, um, everything that you've experienced on your palate uh, for that day is going to influence oh, 100%. your taste. So, you know, yep. if you came from having spicy hot wings and you can't tell that there's a little <laughs> smokiness yeah. in this particular True. tequila, I mean... Right. You know, that's that's a part of it, too. But you know what? If you find a tequila that you really, really like after eating spicy hot wings... Then you'll know that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's, that's for darn sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, Liliana, let me just say, you are um, in the rare air of our absolute favorite guests on the Aww, show. We love having you, you on Smoking and Toasting. Thank and, you. And She's the tequila. You're, you're one of only a handful of guests that we have on the show that people talk about on the, the the comments. And when I say talk about, I mean saying positive things. Like we have Alan Denny on, but people don't necessarily <laughs> say positive things. So uh, so when we have Liliana on, everybody uh, everybody seems to chime in and tell us how much they love having her on. And we love having you, too. Thank, Thank you, you so much for being Thank here. This would not have been the same without you. And thanks for helping us uh, celebrate Cinco de Mayo the right way. Uh, Brianna, all I can say is everything here that has a little bit left in it is coming back to my house, so uh, you and Adam are invited over. I'll see you guys Sunday. All right, so for family party. for family night. <laughs> yeah, so. it is game night on Sunday for our family. So I have a feeling tequila will be involved. And so. happy birthday, Ian! And happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday so Ian! Let's, let's see little Ian one more time before we go. He can uh, he can take us home. It's not that kind of party. Oh wait, <laughs> you're talking about this <laughs> little. I'm a married woman. It's not that kind of party. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for smoking and toasting. We have had a blast this show. Have a great week yourself. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, oh, I think next week uh, we, we're going to be talking Bloody Marys on the show next week. So next oh, that's right. That should smoking be a lot Mary, of fun. Right? Yeah, smoking Mary tells us how to make the best Bloody Mary. All on smoking and toasting next week. Have a great one and uh, cheers, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>